I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And we are off. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a lovely day for getting ignorant. Would you be mine? Amidst the crisis, we still here. Even though this crisis is blown out of proportion. In the midst of a pandemic. Only because people refuse to wash their hands. Motherfuckers is getting sick. This is how the plague happened and why the Muslims thankfully took over Europe and made them Romans wash their asses. And that's why Europeans aren't allowed in Africa right now. Because it's too hot and the coronavirus only lives about nine hours in that kind of heat. And that was your weekly update on the pandemic. You're welcome. They don't people buy food at the supermarket. And hella toilet paper for no reason because they don't cause diarrhea. It's just flu-like symptoms. And respiratory issues. And it mostly affects babies to people who already have medical conditions and the elderly. So if you're my age and you healthy and only thing wrong with you is that your knees hurt, put that motherfucking toilet paper back so that we can have some. You're welcome. That was free. Mm. <laughs> this is why auto-tune <laughs> exists. First of all, we killed that shit. <laughs> Maybe with the legs, but who? No, we killed that shit. Like Millie Vanilli. Girl, you know it's girl, eight, you know eight, it's. Hey, hey, hey. See, what they should have done in that moment was just hit the same move on repeat. We playing this shit. Remix. <laughs> we playing this shit. Uh, but welcome back, guys. You know, we haven't seen you in a while. So much has happened since we've been gone. Since you've been gone. Uh, are we going Kelly Clark- Clarkson? I'm trying not to. That's my shit. Since you've been gone. I can't breathe, breathe for the first time. time. I'm still moving on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to you. Now I get, I get what I want. You know I had to take the one that was going up. I didn't need to take like the first one that was just like, I get what I want. No, I want to, I get what I want. I went through puberty. I can't do that no more. I used to be able to banshee scream. That was so much fun. You, you look like the type. I was in Westfield. I was around white people. I you don't know. know. You're looking real new money-ish over there today. I'm not looking like new money. It's you the same shit I'm always wearing. No, no. I'll tell you one thing. Okay, so you have on some very nice I was going out shoes. You have on a very nice press. It looks like you definitely ironed that shirt. It's called going to the laundry and then hanging it up. Mm, tomato, tomato. Mm. And then on top of that, 
you're not wearing your neck thing. That's one thing. It I broke did. on me. Mm-hmm. And now it's on the floor somewhere because I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. And like a bad dog, it belongs on the floor. Let me tell you something. <laughs> AJ broke a pair of my glasses over a year ago in the airport. I still hold on to them bitches. I have not replaced them yet. I have not bought another pair of glasses to wear. I just be in the sun like this. How are you driving? I be struggling. But do you drive at night? I yeah, and I, you know what really gets me is that I drive um I drive from the transition from night into sunrise. So that's and then I be having to do a lot of driving toward like downtown Newark. Oh, so you that should be I'd be like, Oh, Good thing I know these motherfucking roads, pothole. I already see it, bitch. I already see it. Yo, I was coming up San, some street coming from where Kings is. Mm. The amount of potholes in this bitch made me think I was in Philly. I can believe it. Uh, yeah, and then because they, because now, especially in Newark, now that they're doing all of the pipes over again, mm-hmm. they are not doing a good job at filling in the parts of the street that they're like legit taking out so it's like these even ass deep ass destructive ass potholes and it's like across the whole street so you really don't have any room to go around it i thought they would have just became more speed bumps yeah that, 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 that I, that's my thought process i always tell people that nork is not going they and they are not in a rush to fix any potholes because those are free speed bumps that's that that's how i look at it they are not like, and then you, I don't know if you saw me, but they like, oh, they keep putting down this Oreo crust. We need cement. No, nah, that's real shit. Stop putting down that little, them little pebbles that don't help. That don't soften the blow. Like I be hitting them potholes. That shit be like, don't. Like, oh my God. Damn. Shit. I'm so sorry, car. Like I be really apologizing to Faye. That's what I call my car. The red one? Yeah. Faye to focus. I really be apologizing to her. Like, okay, you know what? I'm going to take you to the car wash tomorrow because you really didn't deserve that. I think I fucked up my coil. One of the coils going to Philly too many times. I could believe it. Because I, I believe that speed limits are a recommendation. Oh, definitely. Not a law. Definitely. Anybody from Jersey. Like, if, if you believe that the speed limit is, you know, the end-all, be-all, then you're really not from Jersey. Plus, 25 is like, I've just put my foot on the gas and I'm hitting 30. You feel me? I sneezed and I'm at 30. Like, no. And if I'm on the turnpike, it's like, I paid to be on this bitch. Why can't I go 100? Push pause. Did you see that they are about to raise the motherfuckers again? To what? From what I read, the and this is um, circa NJ. This is from NJ.com. So it's not some like little bullshit, whatever. So th- th- I would imagine that this is legit. Um, Turnpike is going up an average of like a dollar thirty-seven for what? And then the Parkway is going up about thirty cents. Uh, for what? And they're saying that they have all of these projects that they're trying to get accomplished by twenty twenty-nine. Didn't they just raise the gas tax, or did they not touch that? I don't know. But what I do know is when I seen that, because I don't, like, I'm just now trying to be more keeping up with local news and keeping up with news, period. So when I seen that, I was like, oh, you motherfuckers is tripping. Because I'm really out here in these streets, and I'm not going to be doing this with y'all asses, especially in the morning when y'all motherfuckers don't want to be ha- talking about some exact change. Bitch, don't nobody got a dollar fifty in exact change. Why is that? It, no, you want this money? Have somebody in this motherfucking toll booth every day. I do every day, pass. 24 hours. 
Easy Pass. Is I mean, life. yeah, but me and Easy Pass, we had me and the people at Easy Pass had some issues because you know when you working with black people, sometimes it don't always you know. And this is me talking to other black people. So if you're white, just disregard what I'm saying right now because you're not allowed to think like this about us. <laughs> oh dear. Like you, you can only like agree with me, nod, and like I mean, if you if you're white and you agree, you can blink you know, in agreeance, but don't even, mm-hmm, girl, talk about it. Don't even vocally, you know, a- agree with me, okay? But, yeah, sometimes, you know, we just, in the workplace, we get fed up, and we just don't want to go to work and do our job. And mm. you get a couple of those, you just be like, you know what? Keep the fucking easy pass. I'll pay my change if it means that I don't got to deal with you bitches ever again in my life. So. I had to stop that whole because the way it used to be for my easy pass, they would automatically take 25 when it got low. I'm mm-hmm. like, I didn't even hit zero yet. Why are you and doing this? And that's the thing. When, and because I drive Uber, they try to um, go off of what they think I'm going to use. So instead of them taking 25, my thing will get low. I don't even know where, where their low threshold like 12, is. 12, 25, something like my that. My shit will get low and they just take 100 out. Oh <laughs> exactly. Oh Bitch, I don't know who the fuck you thought I was. And what kind of work you thought I was doing? But you not just, uh, oh, we gonna take a hundred out today, bitch. No, the fuck you not. You gonna put my gas money and my food for the week back in my account? What's wrong with you? I literally get it to literally get to negative five, and then I put money on it. Yeah, and that's see, that's my thing. Like it should be like that. Yeah, says, like give me a statement how much I owe you. Here you go. But but here's the thing, them motherfuckers gonna want their money. It's 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 dealing. It's the money that goes toward the whole. Let's build. Let me put some air quotes around here. Let's build and fix and repair these streets and whatnot. Y'all ain't doing shit, okay? Y'all ain't doing shit. Cause to be honest with y'all, since y'all took that fucking toll booth down, um, going Parkway South? North, no, the one going north into East Orange, exit one forty five. There used to be a toll there, and since they took that down, no lie, and I don't understand this. Since they took that fucking toll down, that there's always traffic at that exit. Why? That's the one that takes you toward to Harrison and all that. Yes, there was always traffic on that one. Always, but the, but when there was a toll there, it wasn't that much traffic on that exit. Now it's just backed up. Like where my exit is one forty four. So whenever I'm trying to get on, I'm usually trying. If I'm going north, I'm usually getting on around one forty four. So mm. if I get on over here by South Orange Ave, and I'm only going which is probably like three blocks up, basically. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be sitting in traffic as soon as I get on the parkway to my exit. They always make me go on to the Irvington Maplewood exit to get to you because they know better. Oh, they try to take you around that, um, yeah, go the up second s- toll. Stuyvesant and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, they take you up. They, they, they like, look, you, you probably already did that 150 because knowing you, you don't, you don't look like the type to go around. My ass, I will go the fuck around. That should be like 150. Bitch, you thought you was getting this 150. I used to take 22 to get places, but then it's like, I don't want to go downtown to go up anymore. Yeah. Well, see, my thing with 22 is I just learned about the actual exit. My whole driving career, I've always just cut through to McDonald's. And one day my sister was like, you know, this is the right exit to take. And I was like, what? She was like, yeah, it's a real exit for the shit that we be doing. It's a real exit. I'm like, is it? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So I tried it one day, and that shit was backed up. I said, no, nah, I'm going right through McDonald's. Excuse me. Cut right through that motherfucking uh, gas station. So the McDonald's on the other side is a street? Mm-hmm. 
if you come new information i hope that this ding, is ding. nothing but people from places outside of new jersey so that i ain't just giving y'all all of my little shortcuts because then y'all gonna fill them up and then y'all gonna be shortcuts anymore but if you come off the turn i'm gonna turn back if you come off the parkway you know it's the gas station and the mcdonald's mm-hmm. cut through both of those and then go toward the back as if it's guiding you like going back to the parkway mm-hmm. right where their drive through is it's you make that right and you go up and it brings you out to Vauxhall. oh my yeah so it's just like taking the 22 exit, how it'll bring you out over there, mm-hmm. except for you'll you'll be coming out closer to like that little underpass. So if you're coming out of Vauxhall, you make that right, then you go. And then technically you could probably get back on the, p- the parkway without paying. Yeah, if you, yeah, if like if you get off there and then cut through, you could get back on further up. And you don't have to pay, I don't think. Look at the ways we save you money. Yeah, oh no. Listen, I for some reason I don't know. I feel like even if I ever make it big and I or like I hit the lottery, I get all that money, I'm still gonna be cutting these corners. Just cause and it, sometimes it's not even about like, oh, I don't have the money to go through the toll or I don't have the money to do something. Sometimes it really just be like, Y'all motherfuckers don't deserve this money. You don't deserve this money. I can't say this because taxes pay my salary. I mean, yeah, you you wanted them technically, but I work for my money. I deal with the crazy people. I mean, so I mean, speaking of work, how was your week? You 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 my you bones. recently? Let's no, we ain't even start with work. We gonna start with some good shit. You recently? <laughs> <Let's> start <laughs> with some good shit. <laughs> you recently moved into your new apartment. Mm-hmm. How has it? How has that been? Um, I'm on the second floor, which is a dumb idea, because apparently I'm very clumsy. Oh, you spill a lot, or you drop a lot of shit. I drop shit. Your first floor neighbor said something to you yet? No, it's some lady named Alyssa, something. Have they started hitting the uh, roof no, with the boom No, and I'm yet? the type, I'm up like four, five, six o'clock in the morning. And really? I, it, I it, like taking naps in the afternoon. No, so. I'm up early like that too, but that's because I go to sleep at sunset. <laughs> I go to sleep anywhere between 7 and 1. Say, well, no, I go to sleep usually between 7 and 8. <laughs> Look at you. She's going to bed early. Yeah, it's like, AJ, like your bedtime, my bedtime, yeah, in sync. Yeah, no, not even. AJ's bedtime, please. I have to set the timer for her. She, that shit, on the weekends, that shit be like 12.30, come to bed. Whoa. Yeah, like I be that. And she be doing her own. She's a night owl. I'm going to keep it honest with you. She's a night owl. But then again, she don't got school, so she exactly. don't got to worry about that. Exactly. So I, it's no... You know what I mean? Oh, you got to get up by this time. Like, I'm good if she wakes up before 11. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But I'll put her shit. Like, I, you, she be like, I'm not going to bed. It's not my bedtime. It's relaxed time for me. I'll be like, cool. You know the time to come <laughs> to bed. She's so, so good. It's my relaxed time. Like, yeah. I've been working all day. You feel me? I'll be like, cool. Just let me know. Uh, well, not even just let me know. When you come in, you know, do what you got to do. Like, now she's to the point, like, this morning when she woke up, I was watching one of the shows that I was supposed to have been watched. And, um... I was just like, let me just mute everything. And so I muted I heard her. She woke up. You hear her come out the room. And you could almost hear her look around. Like her footsteps indicated that she was looking for life in mm-hmm. the household. And she ain't really, like I kept quiet. She went in the bathroom. And you just hear her use the bathroom, wash her hands. And then she just started, ah, ah, as though she brushing her teeth, you know. She was mm-hmm. making sure she got the back of her tongue. She washed her face, came downstairs. She said, good morning, mommy. Face still dripping from being washed i'm like oh all right so you really you got a handle on this shit like you can do what you're supposed to do without being told 
even better for me. Now I can be even more less responsible because I don't want to do this shit. Like Independence. Yeah, man, that shit is, it hit different. But anyways, we were talking about you and your apartment. I love how I could just switch it up and have people talk about themselves. Yeah, no, I'm bringing it right back to you today. Yeah. Um, dead ass, it made me think like, yo, you need to try one of these dating apps again. But then I realized they're trash. Like Tinder, dead. I'm learning some. Snapchat is for sex workers. Yes, definitely. Is. I did not it, know no, that. No, it, it didn't used to be like that, but then it became like that around the time that Rihanna was just like, "Fuck Snapchat, we not doing that shit no more." Because I was thinking, why all these girls got their Snapchat on? So then I decided to get a Snapchat. Mm. I don't know what's the purpose of it. Mm. And then I messaged one, and the next thing I know, I'm looking at rates, and I was thinking to myself, "Whoa." <laughs> You know, you know what the biggest surprise was? It's like it costs eighty five dollars for a blowjob and sex. I'm like, you don't value yourself. Wait a minute. That's <laughs> where you just be sitting there like, that's it. That's all you getting for this? Yeah, you, you don't do tricks with it. This no, is when just they talk standard. about they come to you and all that, I'm like, and for eighty five dollars. I know because you know when you think about it, it's like that's probably a good couple of hundred. It's like eighty five. Yeah, you must have AIDS. Got some type some, of itch. Yo, eighty five. My fam, that's not you don't even get you gotta give that nigga change back when he give you a hundred, yo. I would assume it's like PayPal or Venmo, whatever the kids use. I mean nowadays. the coronavirus is going around, so niggas ain't passing cash anymore. So no. well, I don't know why they was passing cash before, because wasn't they always talk about how it could have been in a stripper's ass before it touched your hand? I mean, that's true as well. That is very true as well, but done blow on it. Eighty five, bitch. If you don't put some power into your pussy, <laughs> and then offer it eighty five. It's a shame, Listen, man. That's crazy. But I don't understand this online dating thing. I'm ready to tap out again for like See? the twenty seventh time See? of my life. See, let me tell you, bro. That shit, bro. When me and my nigga be having issues, and I'll be like, "Is it about to get to that point?" I'm like, "All right, you know what? Let me just mentally prepare just in case." And then I just be thinking, like, I'll be looking, just looking. I'll scroll through Instagram, like. Y'all motherfuckers is really crazy. And I really, I don't think I could do this again. I mean, my heart goes out to you for even feeling like trying, but whew, child. I'm good until I involve other people and they look at my profile and try to get advice. I'm like, you know, it's time to tap out. Yeah, nobody got time for that. Hi. How are you, miss? Little headache, but I think that's from the itis. Bitch, always offering drugs. <laughs> I try not to take drugs unless I'm getting like blackouts. No, I'm gonna build up a tolerance. Okay, oh, but yeah, dating, <laughs> <laughs> dating, and it being the ghetto, I can only imagine. Like, I, you didn't even make it to an actual physical date. You just, I'm terrible you just with the like, swiping. Like, window shopped a little bit I'm on that. Glad you said because that's all I do. It's yeah. like, oh, that cute swipe. I will never hear anything back. And uh. then the few that I do, it's like, eh, that's now, hurting see, my ego a little bit. Here's the thing with dating sites, right? dating quote unquote is like it doesn't even mean dating anymore so like when we say dating sites they're not even dating sites motherfucker that like i mean yeah y'all might go on a little date but it's really just a smash ain't it that's not my thing but i see where you're coming from because i mean i just feel i'm pretty sure there are other apps but every every online dating app excuse me that i've heard about the people who I've heard about it from, their end game was to smash. So it's like, 
I think the issue probably is it's just too much in the way of options. And it just makes people worse than they already are. Because it's not like before, before the internet, where if you screw somebody over, more than likely y'all knew each other through either mutual friends or all that. Mm. You can fuck them over and then be out and, and they will just never see them you and, again. And, and you don't even know that I exist anymore. Well, I don't even know that you exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Easy route. This is why there's so many kids nowadays. So many. Are you the father? I was about to say fatherless, motherless children. Can you like I? You you see him sometimes on like Twitter and stuff. Like some of the posts I I be reading through, I'll be like, yeah, you could tell you 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 was just fucking to have fun. You didn't mean for this to happen. I could see it all in your face, mothers even. But um, should have been an abortion. Could have been a miscarriage. End up being a term. Could have been swallowed. Could have been nutted on the leg, on the ass, on the been back, in the head. On a sheet. Could have been left on a thigh. Could have been in the hand. Could have been in the tissue. Could have stayed in the condom. Could have been in the white t-shirt in the corner of the room. Or the random sock in the corner of the room. I was about to say the sock. Could have, should have, would have. But yet, here comes the kid coming around. Usually, well, the kids, this is my theory. Because I don't like calling kids bad. But this is my theory. The kids... When you when you don't want the kid, well, never mind. Scratch that theory. Uh, it's floating through my head and it's not sounding right coming out as it did in my head. So don't leave that alone. When you don't want the kid, there ain't no bad kids. Okay, they just need to be loved better. We'll leave it with that. Mm. That's like totally opposite of what I was going to say, but I felt like I should just say something positive opposed to that terrible place where I was going. We like the dark place. I tell this to my boss every day. Let's go down a rabbit hole together. Because <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like horror movies, so I keep doing that. What's the one from It? We all float down here. Oh, see, I don't do it. I don't I do them scary movies. <laughs> but you know what? I don't. I don't even think this show is on our list. I don't even know if you did. You watch Love Is Blind? Since we're talking about online dating, no, but I heard of it. My boss watches it, and she just like fuck all these people. Yeah, I mean, outside of um, outside of who uh, the people. I guess they won. I didn't get to the end because I kind of just. How do you win? You just embarrass yourself the least. I mean, a little bit of that, and then a little bit of you actually get married. Like, you actually go through with the marriage. So, it's a, like, 90-day fiancé type of thing? Uh, yeah. I hear about it. I never watched it. I've been watching, ni- well, I've been trying to watch the last season of 90-day fiancé on Fire Stick, just so I can, because, like, I listen to people recap them, and I hear so many good things about them, but my my patience, and I, I get so triggered over this stupidity, Um, with, like, Love is Blind. There's this girl, Jessica. You've probably seen her in the memes. Uh, the name. Okay. So Jessica is 34. She the black one? No. Okay. No. I know it's a black girl. It's like I don't even want Jessica to be, I don't even want her to wear black. That's how like shameful oh. her actions were. Let's like, look she just her name up. <laughs> so Jessica is 34, right? And she gets with Mark. And I think we, I think we touched base on this last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark is 24. But Jessica, like, when she first gets there, she connects with Mark and she connects with Barnett, right? And 
she's going back and forth like literally of course she's a white woman. Of, doesn't she look like a we, she looks like a what i'm about to explain everything that i explained to you she looks like the villain in a kids movie she looks like what i'm about to explain everything i'm about to tell you you're gonna be like she looks like the type so she's dealing with she walks in first episode she's uh oh my gosh i have feelings for barnett and i have feelings for matt now barnett's a little older i think he's like late 20s maybe 30 i don't know mark is 24 and mark is short he is the um you know he's not for for someone blonde here that's barnett mm-hmm. obviously she, he looks like that her looks type more like, yeah. right right so now when you google mark you're gonna see okay so um, he looks like a type he's kinda. not ugly he's just not is he some type of middle east he's mexican North- Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, the wrong when he was like talking about like, you know, when they do the intros or whatever, I'm such and such and da da da, and they get maybe give a little story. Mm. He was like, the story he gave to talk about like his culture and his heritage was that he was dating a white girl. And like when um, he met her father, he was like, oh, he's one of the good, he's one of the good ones, like one of the good Mexicans, oh basically God. like, you know, that you could, he, you could pass for white. And he was like proud of that. So, oh, he wanted them, but again, he's 24, so he's still young. And the thing, like, I say that because when you watch the show, like, how they all right, he's oh, I think I'm in love with you. She's, I think I'm in love with you. Then she goes into the next pod with Barnett, I think I'm in love with you. I think I'm in love with you. Well, once it came down to time to propose or whatever, um, Mark asked her to marry him, and she kind of was real like spinning through like jumping through hoops kind of like you know really dancing around it like well you know we kind of got to keep our options open (laughs) you know like we don't want to you know because she was going she had intentions of going to be with barnett Mm -hmm. so she goes to tell barnett like all right yeah i'm trying to rock with you and shit barnett like yeah you know i'm gonna fuck with this girl over here right so Jessica goes back to Mark and she's doing the whole crying thing. You know, I just, I really did something stupid and I just, I do these dumb things. And so basically his dumb ass says something to the likes of, well, my mom always said, if you love something, you let it go. So I let her go and she came back. So it must be for me, bitch. This no. is a reality show. You, you are know. 24. You are so 24 and it's bothering me. She didn't come back to you because she wanted to. She came back to you because she got played. That's why she came back to you. And it shows throughout the whole season. So when they finally get the opportunity to, first of all, everybody, first night they see each other, whatever, everybody trying to have sex or whatever, get close. She's basically like showing, like, it's it's almost like, so you don't read, you don't see no cues. Like, she, oh, I'm not ready to have sex yet. I don't really want to get close. I'm still getting used to being out of the pods. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Like, she, you could tell she was not interested in him in that way at all. And you could tell that she regretted um, choosing him instead of, like, Barnett. So then they get a chance for all the couples to meet so that mm-hmm. they can oh, you know, here's the people that you didn't choose. So she sees Barnett for the first time. Oh, shit. I made a mistake. I really should have went. So now she's all in Barnett's face like, yeah, you happy? No, no, I'm totally happy. I'm totally like she's one of those. Mm -hmm. We know you're not happy, girl. How you asking this man about his relationship? Oh, I never would have thought that, you know, you would be engaged. Bitch, you came on the show to get engaged and get married. Why did you think he wouldn't get engaged? 
No, say what you really feel. I never thought you would have gotten engaged to somebody that wasn't me on this show out of, you know, these three days that we've been talking to each other. They get engaged in three days? Yes, they get engaged. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know if it was like three days, but they get engaged quick. It's it's literally like 90, it's 90 days. You know, it's, ni- it's 90 days to get married. Is it 90 days? Yeah, 90 That's days to get married. too soon. Yeah. And they just... So you, they they see they 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 talk in the pods for a couple of days. They don't get to see each other until somebody proposes. Once once a proposal is made and agreed upon, then they get to meet each other face to face. Then they go off to like some um, island resort type thing. No phones, no contact, no social media, no contact with the outside world. So they go off to a vacation together. Then they come back from the vacation together. They move into an apartment together so that they can see if they can live together. Then they meet they um, each other's families. Mm-hmm. Then they do the wedding shopping. Blah, blah, blah. That's around where I am. I just couldn't take it because the second time Jessica met with Barnett, like okay, first of all, she flat out tells Mark while she she gets pissy drunk, oh, like dear. she does that white girl blackout thing. Yeah. Aww. So she's pissy drunk. Poor Mark. Poor twenty four year old Mark is helping her in the bed. <clears throat> Excuse me. And she yells out, "I wish you were Barnett." Or I should have chose Barnett. Something of the sort. So he just ignores red flags. He's like, no, you know, I know that you were drunk. I know you were drunk. That's why I let it slide. This nigga. Baby. Oh. That shit would have been like, I wish you were Barnett. Can you open the door and let me back in? <laughs> <laughs> no, bitch. So, yeah. The second meeting that really triggered me that was um, she's seen them all together and that's when she's like, basically, the meeting was for her to let him know that she's happy for him, despite the fact that she never would have imagined that he would have gotten engaged. No, I'm totally happy for you. Amber's totally like she's perfect. I was I was just saying last night, you know, how great you guys are together. Are you happy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I told you guys look happy. Yeah, no, I'm happy too. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And it's just like, oh, my God, they all look interchangeable. Yeah, they do. They do. Well, apparently Barnett's girlfriend recently, uh, or his wife, whatever, I don't know, um, recently changed her hair color. So mm, That's nice. Right. But to, to watch the show, that the only couple of people stick out to me. Everybody else is like, but super triggering. It's super triggering. Well, you six years removed from this. Yeah, thank God. But it's just, it's still, but you know what? It's to like look at people. And that's why I said, like, I'm not, I, I don't think I would ever be in a rush to get back into that thing. The struggle is real. So if you about to start dating, bro, whew, I'm afraid for you. To, I never <clears throat> now, let me ask you this, because Uh-oh. it didn't come up until you mentioned, until we asked about you being in your new apartment. Ooh, so it's just light at It's just dark. And so sun ain't even hardly start to set yet. But um, is it is it the idea of being completely alone that's bothering you? Yes and no. <coughs> I think it's, let's make a long story short, the whole never being in a relationship thing. Mm-hmm. And as we spoke about when it came to my relationship with my mom, there's a lot of dependency in that. Mm. So now that I'm not financially dependent on her and all this other stuff, it's like most things. You get rid of one problem, a new problem presents itself. Mm. I'm not financially dependent on nobody, can handle my own bills, live alone. Now it's like, oh, my God, this place is, it echoes so much. Mm. It's so, 
What is that? I keep hearing Luke Evangelist in the back of my head. Somebody, a house is not a home. Oh, that's my jam, too. Because <laughs> a house is not a home. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I got lost. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and so there's so many layers to this thing. You're just trying to fill it up, basically. Pause. Mm, no. I think. Oh, I got it now. Okay. It's one of those things where you check off the boxes in your life and then oh. you feel like you kept skipping one step and that makes the whole foundation kind of fucked up. I keep skipping a relationship step when it comes to all these life um, things. But so it doesn't sound like you're ready to, I mean, well, I would say it doesn't sound like you're ready to seriously date. I don't know what that means. Yeah, and that's why I don't. it doesn't sound like you're ready to. It doesn't sound like you're ready to... Well, it sounds like you're ready to entertain. <laughs> entertain. I'll say that. It sounds like you're ready to entertain. He says I'm a hoe. No, I mean, <laughs> well, I'm going to keep it honest with you. I was already a hoe. I don't want a hoe no more. Listen, okay, And I Linda. definitely don't want a hoe living on my own because that's just a setup for sex edition. Uh, I can see that. I can definitely see that because you have the space and the freedom to do so. Space, freedom, be absent. You just don't have time. Else. I can make time. Uh, see, look, I can make time. That's fine. No, so you don't make time for that stuff. I for which stuff? Relationships. I mean, no, you make time for entertainment. You don't make no time for no relationship. Yes, you do, Bruh, Not. I mean, you should. And if you're in one, yeah. But right now, I just, I don't know. I feel like don't don't rush to check off the box just because you think that's what you're supposed to be doing right now. Because, like I said, it's really the ghetto. It's really the ghetto. But, I mean, if if you're out somewhere and it, and it falls into your space, like, oh, The chance well of then. that happening is likely. But, I mean, if it happens in that manner, then it's like, okay, cool, but to, 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 to be actively seeking a relationship. Or I don't know if you're using an app. Are you really actively seeking a relationship? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like said, it's, it's, it's really just, yeah, like. I'm just seeing what's in my, what, 10 to 12 mile radius. Yeah, which who's unfortunately around? includes New York and Staten Island. So it's like, yeah. nope, nope, Brooklyn, too far away. That yeah. Staten Island tow is what, $15, $20? Shit. And you've crossed that bitch by accident, one wrong turn. Yeah, they don't give you no U turn opportunities. Not at all. You'd be like, sir, I don't. Sorry, ma'am. Can't back up. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm not allowed to leave the state. <laughs> but yeah, so dating is the ghetto. All right, but outside of that, how have you been enjoying being on your own? I really have. Other people have gotten excited, excited for me, but again, it just seems like a checkbox to me. Mm. Like if I want to reach certain things, I need to be by myself. Mm. Like if I want to quote unquote do YouTube videos for reviews and all that, I can't be doing that with people. I agree. Yes, that part. Yes, as a person, like when I when we lived in Georgia and I was like basically head of my household. You still kind of head of your household in a way. In a way, yeah. But when we lived in Georgia. It was my house. I mean, granted, like it was our house, you know, my man's house, but it was my shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like you just pay the bills. It's my shit, though. So it's like I had that space and that freedom, and it just was like it felt different. Now, like I don't be feeling so motivated to do things because at any given moment, like these motherfuckers don't be having no kind of like 
like my sister she she she'd be a little more like all right i know that you're trying to do something let me be mindful my father that nigga just come downstairs <laughs> loud in the motherfucker <laughs> asking me questions what you doing like it's a camera right in my face what you doing you know what i mean like one of those types and i just be like bro how about you observe the environment first then ask me questions that way you don't have to ask me something that you can easily answer through observation wow does he listen to your stuff no this hurts my feelings why i don't know maybe it's because my parent does well the mother does yeah i don't know if i would ever really want my dad to because my boss asked me that when she was listening to one episode i was like you know what wait your boss listens we were doing what um, is wrong with you what you do you want your professional and and first of all the conversations me and my boss have are already inappropriate so it is perfectly fine but still it's just like i don't know when i was working in like a um in an environment Which like with other people i did not want them to I'm know working with but black you know people. what that's because i used to have so many like it used to be so much drama mm-hmm. like because i worked with um around that time like i was in my early 20s i was working with people who were you know in their early 20s you know early tw- early to mid 20s mm-hmm. and then there was some people who was like like super like i just turned 20 and then it was just like drama like always drama. If I said something on this site, they would go find it on this site. I mean, granted, it taught me like, okay, maybe just don't talk about motherfuckers. But at the same time, it's just like, say I'm doing something. All right, so there was a situation with a girl, and um, we were like frenemies. Mm-hmm. We weren't even like that cool. Like we were trying to be cool, but she kept doing little shit that showed me like the type of person that she is. And then at one point, long after the story that I'm about to tell you. She started fucking with like my dude. Like he wasn't. We were me and him were trying to get back together. Like we were Can working. Can we on define who together. my dude is just for the it's sake not of it? it. Okay. It's not my man. Just make this sure was, he like years ago. <laughs> make sure we like, make that from, clear. Yeah, this is long, long, long ago. But she was trying to get with him type thing. So like this is just to give you some like. She's a hoe. I mean, I'm not even gonna say that. Like she, she she's reformed. She's changed her life now and shit. You know, I'm pretty sure. Gave her life um, to Jesus. <laughs> but. The situation was I had said something about her car. Well, I'm even going to say I said something about her car. I was in her car, and it made me think of something funny. Mm-hmm. Now, this was before I was able to say, oh, I can, I can pull a comedian card. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I was very skilled at what I did back then. You feel me? So, like, um, I think I had tweeted something like, you ever been riding in somebody's car and worry, or riding in a car worried that the engine going to fall out? So, some shit like that. It wasn't even nothing major. But she knew she had a POC car anyway, a POS car anyway. So um, they had, like, once everybody decided that they was going to be mad at me mm-hmm. over whatever they could find to be mad at me, like, it was just like, we need to collectively come together and be angry with somebody. Well, we're going to be angry with Shonda. So they went through all of my social media platforms to try to find little instances where they thought that I was talking about them so that it could, like, be you know extra so when it sounds like a patch of bitch niggas listen i mean it was that that time frame in my life it was definitely hard it was definitely hard for me i was just sitting there like y'all niggas tripping tripping for real Ooh, ooh! i gotta ask you a question what i was doing a reference check because we're gonna have somebody new at my job how would you feel if one of your references said you were quiet and submissive 
<laughs> that, that, that was my favorite. Quiet this. and submissive. Yes, I can't get over it. Call somebody submissive. Was it a was it a white man that that said that? I don't know because the person did it sound like a man like the person who gave the reference. Did no, it, it was a woman that said that about them. Was was the person applying? Is we talking about a man or a woman? The person applying is a woman. Okay. Who's a yeah. part? Who's gonna be working with me and my boss? I, I know which position you're talking about. I, I remember yeah, which part. But it just is like you couldn't chose a better ad- adjective. Like that's the best adjective you can come up with. It has been a running gag for a good week or two. Shout. Okay, so we had to do a battery switch, but we back. So many Snapchat hookers. I'm sorry, I was doing swiping. Window shopper. Mm-hmm. Stay in the windows because if you touch something, you're going to get worse than the corona. Listen, you got to respect people's personal space. All right, but we were talking about, um, I was saying how, like, I'm always baffled. Like, you share so much about your work life on mm-hmm. the podcast, and then you say, like, oh, yeah, my boss listens. So I'm like, I mean, granted that my, my admiration for your level of no, give no fucks is like, wow. But like I said, like I had situations where people that I worked with mm-hmm. were like taking offense to the things that I was saying outside of work or trying to find themselves in my outside work life. You well, know, my, somebody in my father's side of family fucked me over where they put us in this whole family tree thing because mm-hmm. I used to go by my first name and middle name, mm-hmm. Mari Sally. But then, you know find that you can find my last name so then they fuck me over so at the same time i'm just like you know what y'all gonna run a background check anyway yeah things gonna pop up so you just was just like fuck it you're gonna take me as i am i'm pretty i'm a pretty decent person outside yeah. of work yeah it's like it's like when i was in school yes i'll probably get on your last fucking nerve but mm-hmm. i am very capable and probably better than half the motherfuckers that gonna come right here. right so right. you know this is what you have to deal with that's that's the that's the mentality that i've adjusted since i decided i do not want to find a job in an office or that nine to five thing. Since I've literally said, you know what, being, um, I don't want to use the word content creator or whatever like that, but but being a entrepreneurial. Yeah, we'll go with that. You know what I mean? Like the, the being the writer, comedian, mother, like I, being what I want to be. I'm not going to hide that again because, like I like I said, I used to work. Uh, I sold them off of um, off of. I guess the air that I used to nanny and the last family that I nanny for the mother, she was a sex therapist. Um, and she was cool as shit, but I still didn't want her to go through my social medias. You know what I mean? Like just because she is a sex therapist doesn't mean she's going to be liberal with you. Exactly. Like bitch, you have my children and you putting up here that you smoke weed. Oh, I don't care if I did three lines of coke before I came to pick them <laughs> up. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't care about that shit, bitch. I hired you because I'm that when kind of When you person. get off and you leave here, you're going to roll a joint. No, fuck that. You can't be around my children. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I just, I've always been the type to keep it to myself. Like, Was that for the autistic child? No, no. But see, and that's the thing. Like, I was thinking about that recently, too. Like, I was going to post something about um, autistic children, but the child like he's a teenager now like but the young man his mom follows me she's you know on my facebook and stuff like that like mm-hmm. so it's like even though i wasn't going to say anything negative about my experience or i didn't like nothing about the post was going to be negative it's just a matter of i didn't want her to read it and be like bitch you talking about my son 
like like I said, nothing was going to be negative. There was nothing negative to say, but it's just a matter of like what what autistic child you work with? My son? You talk about this this story about my son? You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like I've always thought to separate or tried to keep Shonda Nicole separated from Shonda my real last name. <laughs> <laughs> and now the mystery begins. Ain't no mystery. It's the same bitch. You feel me? Like if you know if you know my family, then you already know, you know, my last name or whatever. But it's just a matter of if you search me by my last name, you only get bowling stuff, really. I think they give a little bit too many hints. Yeah, probably, but it is what it is. Like but like I said, I'm I'm at that place where you're at now where I don't give a fuck. Like this is who I am. So if you're going to enlist me to do any kind of collab or any kind of work or to any any kind of representation you have to understand i am going to bring my a-game but this is who i am Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i i'm going to do the job well but i may curse this is why i've always liked working in government functions because Mm. as much as two steps back when it comes to a lot of these government jobs, even if it's a contractor, mm-hmm. usually you're working around niggas. Mm. And niggas do what niggas does. I mean, sometimes sometimes I just be feeling like I just want to be around the niggas. I enjoy niggas as long as they ain't nigga niggas. That I need I cold enjo- switching no, niggas. No, here we go. I enjoy niggas as long as they not nigging. Or, or if we're collaborating as niggas. There we go. But if you acting like a nigga to me, then we got a nigga problem. It's yeah, gonna be a nigga go. moment. There you go. Many of the nigga moments, because I'm also at this age and at this stage in my life where I don't know how to back down. Oh. I be feeling so powerful when I stand up for myself now. Like that should be. It's like a different feeling. Like before, I used to be like, "Excuse me, you kind of standing in my space." Now I'd be like, "Excuse me, excuse me." There's enough space for you over there. There's no reason for you to be that close to me over here. I ain't at that place. I still like if yeah. someone gives me my order wrong, I'm like, is, can I work with this? No, literally <laughs> speaking of orders. Okay, I don't know if uh, you you don't look like the Wendy's type, but AJ, I do. How you okay. think I got this? Wait, this is a good two forty something. AJ pounds. is a Wendy's lover. Like she loves her some Wendy's. So we go to Wendy's. I'm ordering her order. So we get the same thing, right? Mm. Both of our orders are the same. The only difference is I want my fries large. That's the only difference, right? So the guy says, what's the name for the order? I said, I'm going to spell it for you because if I say it, you're going to get it wrong. Okay, cool. S-H-O-N-D-A. Prints out the receipt. That's, that shit says C-H-O-N-A. What is it, Starbucks? We fucking up names now. So I'm looking at him. And he's a kid. Like, he's a good 17, 16. He he's looks, a baby. yes. So he's sitting there, he's looking at me. And you see, have you seen the Puff Daddy meme with the dude uh, with the blonde hair when they just sitting there looking at each other like, well? Yes, know? yes, from not the voice, but the whatever. One of the four, some shit like that. So yeah. he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him just shaking my head like, and he's like, what? And I'm like, nothing. You can't hear very well, can you? He's just like, what you mean? I'm like, nothing. You just gone. So then they, the girls look, they like, Chona, Chona? Chona, and I'm standing right in front of him. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure you're trying to, you know what? That that's mine right there. That's not my name, but that's mine right there. Like, bruh, this is not. This is how black people end up with nicknames. All all facts. 
because I swear to you, I don't know how they could up this pronunciation, but when I was in white schools, somehow my name went from Amari to Amory. I'm like, I'm because not- white people always trying to add raisins to shit. Hooked on phonics was made no, back in the day. You over saucing it, over saucing it, because Susan could be Susan, but if it's a black woman, oh, it's got to be Suzanne. Bitch, <laughs> there's no N-I-E. say it the right way. Just, just say it. Just we both got the same name, but I gotta be Suzanne. But when you say your name, you say Susan. Bitch, call me Susan too, or Deborah. No, My that must be Deborah. Susan. No, bitch, it's Deborah. Just like you, it's Deborah. Gonna cap just because I'm a little song. darker. I'm a darker Deborah. That doesn't mean that you gotta add extra syllables to my shit, bro. Usa, I've been having a, a a feeling lately of um white white women and their entitlement. So my name me. is not Susan. Forgive me, cause Usa. Yeah, my last job I had a white woman problem. I'm so glad yeah, man. Because she felt that I was not listening to her or being aggressive or something like that. I was just like, your idea is just not clicking with me. Cause she, long story short, we had a, it was a business that dealt with online stuff. My I was running my center. Mm-hmm. My boss was in Philly. Her boss was out in the Midwest, Michigan, whatever. Mm-hmm. My boss was out for whatever reason. We're not going to go into that. So her boss had to be the one monitoring me or whatever. I didn't appreciate the idea of us having webcams because I'm like, these meetings are bullshit and mandatory. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be seen. She didn't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. When they decided to reorganize, which we know is a cold war for something else, I was like, so we getting raises since we taking on more responsibility because... Y'all doing a lot right now. And basically, you did what? Would you say you wanted me to do what and what? Oh, that wasn't on my job description when I started. Is that pay going up? Oh, okay. And I wasn't because I was working at Job Club before, so Mm. I'm used to black people, and you can say what you want to say. I forgot. I I forgot to speak white woman, which means you either got to be passive aggressive with it, or you know, take Mm. it as a rhetorical question. Yeah, make it seem like it was their idea or their thought. Fuck no, you ain't taking my ideas. That's not happening. So, <laughs> no, I mean, like when you have to check them, you have like for me, I've learned that when I have to check a white woman, which is not too often because I don't really do too much dealing with them. But when I do have to you in order to like, it's not even to spare their feelings. It's just the, in order to get through to them without them feeling threatened, because, you know, as soon as you disagree with them, they feel threatened. So in order for me to get through to them without them feeling threatened, I have to make the common sense whatever like the common sense um you know end all be all i have to make it seem like they reached that Mm -hmm. like like it was their idea to get to it otherwise they're gonna feel offended white people taught me you need to know your audience definitely definitely especially more so white women white men white men i don't think give a shit Mm -hmm. like their shit rolls off quicker like they'd be like Hey, I think that guy just said that I was a fuckhead. Uh, he's he, a, I guess so, man. Whatever. He's an asshole. Anyway. Yeah, and then they keep <laughs> it moving. White women, 
Oh God! Once they feel like they've been done wrong, you it's just like that time I told you about that white woman that in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. That reason why I don't get too close to white women now. As soon as they feel like they've been done wrong, all my life I had it's to fight. like, and I mean, I get it because I have those feelings too. Sometimes when I'm like, you know, I feel like I've been cheated. Like earlier, I was in CVS and I told the dude to use the all the coupons that was available, and he only used one of the coupons on my card, and I was supposed to save like a good six to eight dollars, and I only save two and i started to go back in there because in my mind nah we got to make this right but at the same time i seen the line and i was like um i'm not i'm not up for that fight today but if had i been a white woman mm-hmm. you damn right me and my me and my little side part swoop over short haircut we would have walked right back in there like where's your manager you feel what i'm saying like they don't they don't let things go like if they've been done wrong they fully believe in their right to have their situations rectified. Dead ass. My boss said I got written up just because she beats things down like a dead horse. And there was a write-up for some bullshit because she felt in her feelings. The white boss, not the black boss, right? My boss, both of my bosses are white, but it was a white woman from Philly, so... Wait, your current ch- boss? No, my current boss is a black woman. I was about to say, because uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we discussed that you work for a black woman and that you enjoy working for a black Nine woman. times out of ten I get hired by black women. So yeah, when I okay. saw I'm like, I got the job. Because when you're like when you're like, you know, it was a white woman, I'm like, wait, when did you start no, working for Okay, job, past job. Woman. Okay, got it. Got it. I'm caught up. Cause what was it? What was her oh, this fuck I'm trying to race up my hood. If I see her name on these date apps, I just automatically swipe left. Like your name is permanently tainted to me. Yeah, I've got a couple of people like that. Mm-hmm. But long story short Heifer ass white woman with five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten kids. Her vagina basically is just a turnpike right now. Mm. <laughs> Gets me in my feelings. Because mm. here's the thing if you're going to write somebody up, don't make the write up petty. Like her write up was so petty, I, I had to tell HR, don't let this woman talk to me without a third person involved. Some, you, sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to listen, sir. Because you need a witness when you speak to me because somebody going to have to know that you're talking to me like this. And they might not believe me. And the thing is, everything's through Skype, so mm. it's uh, so it's not like she's seeing body language. It's all voice. Mm. And I like to think I have a very unthreatening voice, but apparently it doesn't. I don't find your voice threatening at all. Exactly. This is why my mom thinks I look like Ooh, a, I'm having like deja a vu. Mm. I'm having deja vu for real of us talking about your voice and you saying what your mom thought. Mm. It's better than what other people said, but I've grown adjusted to that. But I mean. So she got mad at you because I didn't like her ideas and I apparently, <laughs> what is it? I can be abrasive. I recognize this, but at the same time, it's because I was running my own center. So all this extra stuff felt like bullshit to me. Got you. So it's like, why are we having a weekly meeting for like two seconds just because we have to? Right. Like, like, like how most it's people say, this not could necessary. This could, yeah, this could have been an email. We could have, you could have CC'd me on that bitch. And kept it moving. And if you ask for opinions, it's like, don't do rhetorical questions. Definitely. It's like, oh, you th- uh, is everybody happy? Hell no, we ain't happy. We un- we feeling underpaid. Oh, that under- was rhetorical. Oh, bitch, <laughs> that might have not, that shouldn't have been a rhetorical question, motherfucker, because we've got concerns. Because <laughs> I operate on that thing. Like, I remember, don't know why I'm going towards suicide. I remember when I was in high school, there was this story that I was told when I was in alternative school because I got kicked out the regular school. Mm-hmm. They said that you should always be careful when you ask somebody, how are you? Because that could change their life. Yeah. Because there was some guy who was going to jump off the bridge. But if somebody would have said, hello, how are you? Something like that. He would have told him one and jumped. 
So I'm of the opinion. You ask how I am. You are asking for honest answers. Uh, yeah. And I so would imagine so. And this is why I don't ask people how they are. I just say hello. Word. Because half the time, I really couldn't give a shit. Again, you you know how I feel about um, a- added responsibility. Look now, you you're not doing too well. Well, you stay over there because if something was to happen, I'm not in the mood to have to deal with your ailment. I didn't sign up for that. For me, just being in your presence, like it's yeah. uh, terrible when people just put that on you. Mm. I can recall oh, when I was working God. at Prudential for a hot minute, mm. working in the mail, and this lady she would go on and on, and I think she thought because she was an older woman she can get away with it. But I'm like, no, no, I don't want to hear this. Mm-mm. I'm going on a run. Bye. <laughs> Would have been like, yeah, nah. Like even with my dad, like I, he just called me in there to talk about um, some, like I guess, like a piece of my lap had fell into the the washing machine or something. And he's like, call, like literally called me into the kitchen, and I'm like, okay. He's like, first of all, he's chewing. I don't know why, but my dad's chew can pull out the most violent part of me i know like chewing period gets under my skin but his is almost like part of my stomach i definitely had mad milk earlier but i'm not gonna let anything go like you're good on that like just if you hear my stomach growling just know that's what it is i have a weak nose so you're good oh yeah no i don't i'm not i wouldn't do that to you i don't fart around people when i've had dairy like if it was just like a regular like you know this is just my seven o'clock fart, then yeah, I would let that go. I'll probably like go into a different room or step outside because I'm not, you know, rude like that. But yeah, no, anyways, um, something about his chewing just really like gets under my skin. So I always be telling people there is never anything that important that you have to talk to me with food in your mouth. Like, does he like chew like he's chewing tobacco? He chews like he's just moving the food around the back of his mouth. Like, like he wants to put some air onto it. Oh, like no. it's just yeah, it's that's one of like those. chewing like he's missing teeth, and it's just really loud. And I just, I just can't. So I just, and then on top of so this, like already strike one, you chewing, and you trying to talk to me, and then strike two, you're telling me some shit that I don't understand why you're telling me. Mm. Like it, it, I'm I'm the type of person say what you mean. You get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying, if you want to say, like, yeah, you know, just be careful over there so that it doesn't, you know, that doesn't go over there or whatever, or say that. Don't draw my attention to something and then say, oh, did you see this? This is what, it, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Like, I, I, I don't mean to like be like that. Like, I say it like that. No, but you need to say that sometimes. Like, bro. Like, you just the fact that you tried to get my attention to put it on that. You could have just said, Sean, don't roll up over there no more. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it just draws out my like, oh, why? I do the same shit. I tell my mom, executive decision, get to the point. Yes. Like, I, 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 right there. Tell, just tell me what you need to know. That's it. Tell me what you need me to know. Especially if it deals with something you don't want to talk about, like money or some other shit. It's like, I don't need this buildup. Get straight to the point. You had this on your mind. Give me a number. That boy preaching. <laughs> that boy is motherfucking preaching. God dang. Yeah. And this is why in the part way I'm not really feeling lonely because it's like after the 28 years. And not for nothing. Yes. Yes. You get it. Like you'd be like, I, I, I want company. Like I would, I wouldn't mind somebody being over there breathing right now. But then when you think about it, you'd be like, then I got to 
ask if that motherfucker okay. Do I See really if that motherfucker hear, wants something to drink. Or hear somebody say it's the same shit, different day type of stuff. You feel what I'm saying? Or you got a lot of mouth for me, but the people actually got on your damn nerves. You ain't say shit, too. Mm-hmm. You over there being just as quiet. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? Nothing. Fuck out of here. Keep that same energy when you get here. Like, no. I just, sometimes, I'm learning, and I, I, I literally touched this thought this morning. I said, yo, I really be wanting to be around other people, but I'm... I'm super comfortable being by myself. Like, there's times when I'd be like, dang, I want to go kick it with such and such. But then, like, it'll be something around it that just be like, yes, that's going to be a headache. I think that's why I hate being in groups. Like, mm. I need the dynamic to be secure and consistent. I you agree. bring another person to it, like, damn. And I know they're not going to be my friends. They're going to be one of my friends' friends. Exactly. And then again, I don't even know how I would act if I bring one of my friends into a situation because mm-hmm. it's like you've got a different relationship with each person. Exactly. And you, not for nothing, you can be the same person, but a different person in each friendship. Yeah, a different aspect. You know what I mean? Yourself. Like, I have some friendships where. I'm the strong friend, and I have other friendships where I'm more of the weaker friend. Can't you know what imagine I mean? it, but if you say it, it's true. Anyways, but like in some of those situations where I'm looked at as the strong friend, I'm like, yo, honestly, I don't want that responsibility because I'm looked at as the strong friend. Mm. And it's like, oh, let me go over here and lay my burdens. Out. Like, nah, bro. Like, I, I'm not here for that. Like, and it just be like a once the door cracks open like this they just come in with their problems oh nah i'm sorry um i'll send you an emoji in a heartbeat just this little smiley face or laughing face and not i'm not i'm not trying to I, i'm okay with being by myself if that means that i have to be you know what i mean like the strong friend to someone who's constantly in need of a strong friend i just fear that getting used to that would make it less of getting being fine with being alone and just be kind of isolation. Mm. I, and sometimes I'll be feeling like that's where I am. Because, like, I literally, like, I can go out, you know, get my work done, and then come home. And, like, in my head, like, I don't lock myself up in a room because I got AJ, obviously, so she be wanting to be up under me and, you know, around or whatever. But if she goes to her dad's, like, tonight she's going to be at her dad's. So mm-hmm. it's like... I'm perfectly content with just like I kind of look forward to it sometimes because it's I don't know I just I get annoyed with other people sometimes well I'm not even gonna say with other people um I get annoyed with the people the people who want to be like really really want to be in my life and Mm -hmm. in my my circle Mm -hmm. I don't have the capacity for them Oh, this reminds me of a quote. Reminds me of a quote. Yeah, and then after that quote, we got to definitely get into the episode because uh, <laughs> I still got to make my way to uh, ShopRite. You going to ShopRite in this mess? Well, that's well, we're going to stop and shop, and we're going late, late, well, a little bit later. But it's not that bad. <laughs> it ain't that bad. Yeah, no, it's just not no... Um, yeah, I just hope it ain't like Walmart. Walmart got fucked up where they didn't take cars in the self-checkout. And, of course, they have, like, four people at the fucking registers because they're stupid. Because that's what Walmart does. All I needed was. Yeah, no, I went to Walmart the other day to try to get some elderberry, and they were out of everything. So I was like, all right, bet. So the quote I was talking about is from the movie, An Oversimplification of Her Beauty. 
It's an indie movie, and it's very strange, so if you decide to watch it, <laughs> be prepared. But the quote is, generally speaking, with a few notable exceptions, mm -hmm. roles that desire your company do not interest you in a way that would provoke you to set aside time to engage them. Oof. Those that do interest you, those for whom you would manufacture time, mm. do, they do not live in your vicinity mm. or do not seem so interested in you as you are them. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much what it is. I love this movie so wow, much. Wow, that was so like weird. right on point because that's really what it is. And I, and, and it's kind of just like how they say in the relationships, oh, the nigga that I want don't want me. Like, uh, Yeah, it'd be like that. Like the person that I that I would be like, oh, yeah, that, that'd be dope to spend some time with this person. Like I could see the funness of it. Like they, the motherfuckers be busy. Like they don't, they don't be around. They be at work and shit like that. And then when they are free, 7 o'clock is my fucking bedtime. So. That or she got to share them. You feel me? fucking sharing my friends what do i look like <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing usually those type of friends that you want are the ones who are doing the most and that's why you want you to be around exact, them. exactly exactly and i i have to remind myself that when it comes to people who i see want to like when it when i'm looking at people i'm like it seems like you really really want to be my friend i have to remind myself like okay this may be kind of cool you know what i mean like may, maybe 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 you doing something that they want to they want to be around they want to be a part of and i'm like yeah but i'm at a point in my life where i'm trying to be around people who doing shit that i'm you know what i mean mm -hmm. like so it's like i guess we all in a circle what about that to the circle i mean talk <laughs> <laughs> all right come on let's move into let's get some of these topics down we, we try not to keep y'all here all all three hours and whatnot. We trying to get this out. I know we gonna we, let's do this. Let's talk about the new show on FX on Hulu called Breeders. All right, I love the fact they cuss and not their kids and then they want to kill them. Yes, that it, it was like the opening scene in, in episode one. Like mm -hmm. he, he just was like, oh, "You're not gonna do this. You're not gonna do this. You're gonna go up there, but you're not gonna scream. You're not gonna scream." I've had that talk with myself many <laughs> times. And it went exactly like that. Like, you just open the door, and you're like, you could do this. You're not going to scream. And then you open the door, and the kid says just, like, the first thing out their mouth is just some, some, some wild, disrespectful shit or just whining or just something that is not, like, you just sitting there like, no, we're not fucking doing this shit right now. And then you just go off. Like, yeah, I've, I've been there. I've definitely been there. And then afterwards, you feel all bad. And you're just sitting there like, you're still a good parent. You're still a good parent. It's really <laughs> their fault. Like, you're not toxic. They're toxic. You raised a toxic little motherfucker. And even though they're smart, you got to you gotta own that. You own that right now. But you're not the bad parent. They're bad. They're not a bad kid, but they're having a really bad moment. Fuck them. <laughs> like, literally. And his wife dead ass thought that he killed the kids. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. It wasn't even one of them like, nah, I know you're not serious. And I was like, yeah, she called the cops. Sometimes. And then when they found a call, I was like, oh, shit, did he actually like smoke them kids out and killed himself in the process? Mm. 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 I could def. well, I know I had to get with AJ yesterday in public and that did not feel good. But it definitely needed to happen because that mouth. She hasn't learned time and place yet. It's it, and the thing is the stuff that she says because like as bright as she is, she can be as dark. And when she doesn't get her way, she tries to go for the jugular. Like she's not trying to say something that's just going to make you feel 
you know, like, dang, I fucked up. She's trying to hurt your fucking feelings. Like the jovial little child that I know. Yes. She's trying to hurt your fucking feelings. The silly one who was throwing the ball around the place. Yes. She's she will tell you Okay, Dr. Jekyll, Mrs. Hyde. Yo, with a straight face after like we had our fallout and everything and like I told her, like, you know, like you you pushing it, you know, like you better chill, all of that. We leave it out and you know, yelled at her in front of people and whatnot. We get in the car and shit. She just was sitting there. She just looked at me. She was like, you know, I think it's time for me to find a new place to live. (laughs) 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 Okay. I'm like, what the? Like, all right, fine. Tomorrow I'll pack your bags and you can go live with your dad. Then it was just like, no, wait. I don't, I don't, I just want to be with you. I just want to be with you. No, you just told me that it's time for you to start thinking about finding a new place to live. So we're going to find you a new place to live. I don't want a new place to live. I just want to be with you. No. Fuck that. My feelings are hurt and I'm not mature enough to walk away from this right now. So no, you can go live with your dad. She's not going to live with her fucking dad. Not, I mean, when we move into that the, the, the new house when we get, well, whenever we figure out where we're going to go, then yeah, but she ain't going to fucking live. But that's the type of shit she be on. Like, I need a new family, that type of shit. You just be like, bitch. I didn't carry you for nine months and then nurse you for 12 months after that, meaning that I wasn't having none of that good ganja. I wasn't drinking. Like, I was being a fucking model citizen to make sure that your low ass can be smart, and this is how you repay me? Bitch, you got me fucked up. I told her straight up. I said, I don't let the people in the street talk to me like that. What makes you think I'm going to let you talk to me like that? Yo, you bugging. Oh, sir. Then there was that second episode when the ladies, t- where the mother's dad came still, in. Still trying to calm down. <sighs> Take One your second. time. All right. So the lady's dad came in. And it was just interesting how, I wish I knew these white people's names. They all look the same, don't they? Uh, <laughs> sometimes. I think so. For the most part. Love somebody sometimes. Breathe it's this. either the hair or the nose that changes them. Paul is his name. Mm. So Allie's father was Michael. And he, what is the best way to put this? He was a sign of what happens when you let creativity die for the sake of survival. Mm. Mm. And instead of pursuing creative ways, artistically, you pursue creative ways to keep it going. Mm. Like finding new jobs to do, finding different ways to make money. Like, for example, I think my brother when he was on hard times, was finding scrap metal, going on Craigslist, finding scrap metal and recycling it to get money from it. Mm. You know, crackhead son, that type of shit. He's not a crackhead. Mm. Okay. Put that out there. He's a very hard working. There you go. I ain't no drugs. Just yeah, he just, well, maybe he just <laughs> can get a dollar. He just knows how to get money when money is needed. It's necessary. My dad's I'm the same hustler. way. I'm a, I'm a hustler, homie. Nigga ask, a, nigga, nigga, ask about. Ooh, that reminds me. They're doing some type of business down in Florida. Did that move down there? Yeah, the house built and everything. Oh. That's called that Newark teacher pension money. Dang. Right around the corner from my brother lives, too. Keep it close. Yeah. All right, breeders, come on. Stay focused. Because we already did our in-depth and all of that stuff. Yeah, we, we passed all that. We want to knock out these I topics and get the fuck up out of here. But breeders, do you like the kids or hate the kids? I feel like I don't know the kids. I feel like do they're the just there. Matter. Yeah, they matter because the show, I feel like, I feel like, you know my concept of fuck it, I'm a mom. Mm. I feel like it's like that. 
like you gotta have a child to be to to be down but this ain't about your fucking kids like that's how i feel like like yeah like like you gotta have a kid to get into the club but don't bring your kid to the club and don't talk about your kid once you get in the club that reminds me why the fuck do people bring kids to r-rated movies well hold up now because me and aj definitely went and watched birds of prey that's R-rated? I yeah. That was PG-13. Nah, I think that shit was R-rated. Because I want to say they checked my ID. I don't know why, because I don't look young enough. But I feel like that shit was R-rated. And she loved that movie. Like, she, my baby is so different. Okay, now I know I just trashed it her. It is R. Yeah, I know I just trashed For what? her. It had its moments, if I'm not mistaken. It had its graphic moments. Yeah. But... From what I remember, I, I find the whole MPAA rating system ridiculous. I mean, could be, but let me tell you about this girl. Mm-hmm. Her takeaway from the movie when you when I asked her why she enjoyed the movie so much, she said, "I love seeing the girls come together to get the job done." Oh, I said, "My nigga," even though most of it was criminal acts. I mean, it's not the point. They came <laughs> together. She got it. She got to see teamwork. That's what's important. Okay. She doesn't see that outside of movies? No, she does, but not. it's not usually with a whole bunch of girls coming together. I don't, she, listen, I, she she my child. She ain't going to have a whole bunch, a whole bunch of female friends because these little bitches be crazy. The not little ones too. homeschool groups and not a bunch of girls. Mm, no, nah, we don't deal with a bunch of girls. Like she has, she has her female friends, but then I don't, I don't play that shit, Amari. You don't play that shit. No play dates or none of that? Nah, like, I mean, she. we've come across people who I've felt, you know, was, like, good enough for a play date, but I don't just be, I don't just be throwing it out there. Oh, yeah, let's go play. Like, just you don't just play date with anybody. Like, I don't have her around just any kids. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've, I've learned from watching and observing and just being around kids. I'm very particular. Like, I'm okay with her having uh, five solid-ass friends. And knowing that, okay, anytime you're around them friends, I don't have to worry about you being, you know, misguided. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the time she's so mature so that she can't hang with just a regular five-year-old because she's kind of like way past them. So it's like unless you're unless you're a five-year-old that's talented in Minecraft, you're not going to be able to keep up with her. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like. And most of these five-year-olds is just getting the Roblox. Like, she been there, done that. You feel what I'm saying? So, I'm, again, tangent. <laughs> well, all my life is tangents. But, yeah, that's my thing with her. Like, I, she she sees teamwork and stuff, but a lot of the times it's like her and, you know, her brother and our boy cousins or, you know, it, it it's always a mixed group. So it's she's basically grown up to be a tomboy. No, not at all. No? Mm-mm. She's still into that girly shit. I don't know why. I ain't into that girly shit, but she's still she's still into it more so than anything. She's growing up to be fucking comfortable. That's really what she's I growing love up to be. When that bell hits at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I had to write a letter. Not a letter. What is it? I work for council people, so every now and then I have to write a letter. And this proverb, because he's a religious man, so I could do these type of things. This proverb, 13, 12. Is it 1320? Yes, 1320. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Mm. Mm. There you go. Mm. 
there you go. Get yourself some original Sunday. You got it. There you go. That's as much as you're going to get from me uh, is that cosign. But, yeah, <laughs> you definitely you definitely have to surround yourself with people moving in the ways in which you wish to move. Like, as soon as you get around people who not doing what you're trying to do, you slide further and further from that goal, bro. Like, that's real talk. But all right, what's next on the docket? The good doctor. Oh, child, I haven't caught up. Um, I, I've been terrible. So it's fine because you got a life. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Yeah, okay, come on, because we got to get through these things. What are we talking about? What happened? I want to ask you: Is it wrong for Leah to say she don't want to be with Sean because he got the altar? That hurt. That when I say I was sitting there crying, bruh. I was yelling at the TV and crying. Like I was I was like life coaching him through that moment and crying. Like I didn't cry. I don't know why. Nah, I like I first of all I cry over almost anything when it comes to like movies and stuff. But that like you could I'm like cuz he says something before that happened and he says something about hurt and like feeling hurt. Mm. And then then he says something he was like no, he hugged a girl. He was like I love you. But I love Leah more. Mm-hmm. So when he's telling Leah, and he's just like, "So you're saying you don't want to be with me because I have autism," and she ain't say nothing, and he's just sitting there like, and it's hitting him like, "Yo, you, you don't want to be with me because I got autism? Like, like this? That's a deal breaker for you? You know what I mean?" And I'm just sitting there screaming at the TV like, "That's pain. That's real hurt right there. That's hurt, yo." It was also a trigger. That too. Because remember when he was a teenager, that girl played him for a fool. Mm-hmm. But let's be real, Leah, like so many fetishizes, truthfulness that come from autism, but she didn't want to deal with the other shit that comes with it too. And that's the thing, it, you, you can't, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Like it, it's 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 not a sometimesy package. You you want this honesty? You got to take this whole spectrum with you. You know what I mean? You got to take all of all of my other shit has to come too. Yeah, she well, in her defense, she tried to talk him out of it. That too, I, I yeah, you're right. Doctor Glassman told him straight up, "This is probably not going to be what you wanted to be." Yeah, that's true as well. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, Sean is very—he has to see it for himself, which is the sad part, right? Because it's he like almost it's busted up her COVID too. It, it was that the next episode. Or the last episode. Yeah, I didn't see that one. So he met a short person who cheated on two women, and one of the women bust up the man's Porsche and said she felt bad afterwards. So he said to himself, because Leah got him all fucked up, he stayed out of work for three days over it, he said to himself, I'm going to get me a pipe back, whatever it is. I'm going to fuck up Leah's car. You know, the red and white one. Mm. So, yeah. He did it? He hit no, it? Like, or he, he just he loved it too much. Instead, he went off on her and said that's said a whole bunch of things that ended with that's why you're going to be alone. That's what he said to her. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got to watch it if he throwing out reads because yeah, it's them, basically them spectrum all the reads shit that she just, said to. Okay, but still, he probably said it with a vindiction and maybe like a little bit of infliction on mm. his tone that sounded really good. I remember somebody on the website talked about how if if was any other situation mm-hmm. and Leah called the cops, his ass would be going to jail. Definitely. Because he threatened her property. He kind of threatened her because he yeah. got a freaking big-ass weapon with her. And, of course, there's also the thing is, as much as he's a high-functioning autistic person, 
at the same time, as this dude explained to me, autism is more like dials and switches in a little spectrum. Mm-hmm. Some things you're going to be really good at to the point that you see yeah. typical other things. And then you're going to be in a, yeah, pretty much, yeah. But when it comes to Sean, we've seen how he gets when he's like, he smacked the shit out of Dr. Glassman like I first mean, and second season. Listen, sometimes you just got to put a hand down. But it does make you wonder if what they did, can they ever come back together again? Who, Leah and... Sean, at least as friends, maybe. I... It's possible, but I don't see it being likely. Uh, Just, like, not even on, like, a show and and writing aspect. Just, like, on the situation. Like, if that was really playing out in real life. Because she's always going to be... Like, it's always going to be, like, a eggshell type thing. Like, I have to walk on eggshells around you because I don't want you to start liking me. So I can't do nice things for you because I don't want you to think that... Did she ever really, like, no, actively did that? But she, it's a matter called, of, she showed up, but... Right, it's a matter of him falling for her and him finding that comfort while she's being herself. But if she goes back to it after having said, like, I don't like you like that, the dynamic is not going to be the same because it's he's probably still harboring resentment for her not reciprocating those feelings and she's going to not be able to be herself because she's going to be overthinking everything. I don't want to, you know, come get too close to him because he's going to think that I like him again or think that it's okay for him to like me or, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. misread the situation. I don't want to spend too much time at his house without a third party there because he's going to start thinking that maybe it's okay for him to fall for me or something like that. Like, she's not going to be able to give him that friendship that he fell for because she's going to be too worried about him not falling. Is this what started your pause situation? Um, what? That you was being too nice to some dudes, and so they decided. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, because motherfuckers be, they, people are quick to, some people are quick to write the story how they want to read the story. Mm-hmm. When, when it's like, bro, you can't write, you can't write my story. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't come and and tell me that I'm supposed to like you because you like me. Did you ever have those hard conversations where you've had to have a come to Jesus moment? What you mean? Perfect example, friend that I know. I had to have, a, I think, one of her past birthdays. I just dead ask, ask, how come we never dated again? Mm-hmm. Simple answer, because you want to get married, want to have kids. That's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have a come to Jesus moment? What with any of my male friends? Yes. Um. Have I? See, (laughs) it's funny because ever since I was 15, I had the same disclaimer. Because, like, when I was 14, 15 is when I came back up to live. Mm -hmm. And it was the, um, everybody in the the neighborhood knew my sister. So it was like, oh, Bean's little sister. Bean's little sister back up. Nah, she not up for the summer. She up to live now. So it's like, oh, okay, the light-skinned girl on the corner house. Light-skinned girl on the corner house. So, like, all the little boys in the neighborhood was like, okay, fresh meat, and she's light-skinned because, you know, niggas got to be niggas. And back then, niggas was into the whole light-skinned thing because, you know, society and all that shit. Mm. So it would be like a bunch of dudes, like, trying to push up. And, like, the the crew that I used to run with, they first, you know, they came down, they tried to push up. Yeah, you know, what's up with you? What's up with you? And I straight told them, I said, listen, you're going to like me. I'm going to turn you down. And then we're going to be homies. 
nah, it's not going to happen like that. Nah, nah, because if I push up on you, you going to. And that's exactly how it happened. I said, once you start to hang with me, you're going to see, like, yo, she's really a nigga. And you're going to stop liking me. And that's literally what happened. Like, I, I read the room, basically. So if I feel like there's an interest, like, if I feel like if I'm going to give you play, you're going to react to it then I won't even let you get close enough to be considered a friend. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I won't even be close enough to, like, when I see you, I'll speak. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going out of my way to, like, be around you or anything like that. But if I'm around you and I don't, it's it's none of that. Like, you really just not impressed by my, by me at all. And it's just like, oh, all right, cool. We can laugh. We can kiki and shit. We good. But I tell people straight up. From my younger years, I would tell him straight up, I'm just like a nigga, bruh. And even my homeboy Mike, shout out to Mike. Um, Mike used to tell people straight up, like, they'd be like, yo, what's up? Put me D with your girl. Put me D with your girl. He'd be like, that nigga over there? <laughs> <laughs> you want her? They're like, yeah, yo, she cute. She cute. Like, yo, that's a nigga with female tendencies. Like, uh, I mean, that's what it is. But, yeah, no, I've, ha- I've had that, those moments where I had to, like, nah, this ain't what you want. But usually people will understand that. But there has been a few people who would be like, this ain't what you want. Like, that light-skinned nigga at the bowling alley. Mm. I just, when I look at him, and I have to see him every week, and I just, when I look at him, I just be sitting there like, just the way he came, just just the, the, the way he came at me and the arrogance and the, I know you want me because I want you. And it just was like, like, well, granted, thank God, like I'm not interested in being a friend or anything like that at all. But mm-hmm. it's just like that mindset makes me extra like, nah, nah. Like, bruh, I don't want you. Like, just because you think I'm supposed, like, you like me, so I'm supposed to like you back? Nigga, that's not how shit work, nigga. Like, he was showing confidence. Yeah, fuck that confidence. I don't <laughs> like confidence on a light-skinned motherfucker. That shit ain't cute. Oof. That shit look arrogant. Mm-mm. Where's the line between confidence and arrogance? Dark skin. Oh, God. How about Melinda's and Claire Hutt announcing that she loves him? I, you know, I ain't seen last episode, but I, she a I sucker if she did. She did say that in therapy. Oh, okay. After, because Dash comes back, her friends now. I knew, I knew she loved him when she went bowling with him and put them bowling shoes on with no socks. Ew. Exactly. That's fucking disgusting, bro. But like, they, but they've been building to this for a long time. Even when he was back, they with was Jessica. building to her putting on bowling shoes, public rented bowling shoes with no socks. Ten toes flat with no thread in between the foot and the shoe. I don't do Child. That's nasty. That's she half white. In real life, she half white. She's British, yes. Half white, same thing. Okay. Is she really British? Like yes. accent British for real? She was on a show called I think she was on Misfits. Okay, I'm familiar. Well, I'm not familiar with the show. It was with Robert Sheenan, who's now on Umbrella Academy on Netflix. So, let me ask you this: How do you feel about all of these British actors and actresses coming over here and getting work as American characters? 
more than likely, let's not forget, America has a much bigger film and television industry than Britain does. That's true. They have less of a whole diversity initiative going on there. So it's kind of like you're going to go where the work is. True. Now, do I like it? Eh. But I at the same time, I feel like it's an exotic thing maybe a little bit as well. Because one nigga is not the same as another nigga. Change the thing. Like Ava DuVernay. Okay. She has a thing for David. Oh, I can't spell say his last name. He's the guy that was in that Storm Beat movie we saw. The one with the uncles, the cop, daughter, niece Okay, died. okay, yeah, yeah. Played okay. by Luther King. The, um... If you can pronounce his last name, you've been getting a lot of um, you, you threw me off when you said play Martin Luther King, but you, the, um... I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, the uncle from, yeah. I was about to say Chadwick Boseman, but no, he was just another shorter black dude that kind of looked. No, Chadwick Boseman's from the Carolinas. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, I'm thinking about the the dude in the, the movie. Mm-hmm. He kind of, like, if you watch three Chadwick Boseman movies and then watch that as the fourth movie back to back, you'd be like, oh, Chadwick, oh, wait, no, that's not him. Like, you'd have to, like, catch Chadwick's yourself. whole career is just playing characters we already know. He usually mm-hmm. fails when it comes to original characters, but that's a whole different thing. Yeah, we not. This is not a, a podcast to bash Chadwick right now. This is not his moment. No, but, but I feel like with with the British people coming over, just like with anything, like with any any people coming, like any outsiders coming into the playing field, our 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 playing field, mm-hmm. our being America, but coming into our playing field, just don't disrespect the other players. Like that. That's my like Cynthia or whoever played Harriet Tubman. Her, you heard? Okay, so you you're familiar with the the remarks she made. Um, I don't even remember what they were specifically, but I remember around that time I was just looking like when I heard it on the podcast they were saying, and I was just in the car looking like, wait, what? I mean, I get what she was saying, but it was also just like, bitch, you better humble yourself before we deport you. I know that's a fucked up thing to say in this climate, but that's how I was coming. Like, you know, not for nothing. Okay. You still got to calm down now. Like, but that's the thing. I mean, she did a great job in that role, though, but still. I, I, I have never even seen that damn movie. I mean, it was good. AJ watched it. Harriet Tubman movie? Yes, and then told about told the little boy at the library about it. Because there was... we. She watched it once with my dad, and then she watched it a second time. Um, she was in and out of it while I was doing her hair. And then when we got to the a library, we was looking for books, and I p- she picked up a Harriet Tubman book, and she was like, oh, look. And I was like, oh, Harriet Tubman. And I was like, that's the movie we watched. So she was like, oh, with the lady, and she started reciting the movie. So when she sat down and started talking to the little boy, she was like, my name's AJ. What's your name? And she was like, um, we should be friends, but you should know I don't let nobody bully my friends. And then couple minutes later she said yeah i'm smart i'm very smart but i don't know everything but i know about it and she starts telling him about harriet tubman just had a whole ass black history month moment right there in the library with a he had to be like 11 or 12 isn't it so wonderful how kids make friends and adults don't know how to do it i'll be struggling bro and i'll be coaching her i'll be like aj go sit over there where the other kids are sitting but then when it's time for me to make friends i'll be like I'm about to sit over here by my motherfucking self. Because there's more responsibility when you make friends as adults. Oh, you really have to friend date. Like, that's why it took me a minute to really, like, solidify the fact that, like, you and I are friends. Like, Come on. 
because it was just like, do I really want to take on another relationship? Like it was like dating, like me. <laughs> it's just like, gosh, do I really feel like having a whole ass another person? I don't even to like care people. about their feelings. I don't feel like caring about other. It's a new nigga too. I don't even know how his feelings work. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's it's really like you really have to go through those. Work, honestly. <laughs> <You feel me? laughs> All right, come on, back on topic, cause we on the second, uh, we on the punch in, and we at fifty. <laughs> <laughs> this is like normal now. Um, Morgan almost retired to go into I think oncology or something because of her rheumatoid arthritis. Mm. But then Dr. Lim, who's deciding to be a mentor again, mm. helped convince her that she needs to stick to it. And what I love about this is, you know how Morgan's family are basically creatives, right? Right. I feel like in the long run, what she's trying to do is expand what it means to be creative in their family. Mm. Like, make it less about being in the arts and just get this a dexterous and type of people. Yeah, and being more so about just pure creation. Yes. Like, just... They're a family that's good with their hands. Right. And I like that. Also, Dr. having a storyline that doesn't deal with her relationship with anybody. Because they keep... Because, again, they did that dumb shit where... You get so frustrated with this show. Because it's like... <laughs> Talk about it, King. you have expectations and they not, don't get met, it's so much more frustrating. Mm. Like, they had Dr. Lim call her mother. They had her connect with that little girl. She's like, okay, maybe Dr. Lim going to contact her mother, get a little relationship going, maybe want to adopt or something. No, they just dropped that. Just like Morgan's grandpa just went disappeared down the basement. See, when you start pointing out those things, it just makes the show like, uh... It's like you look at it and you're like, oh, this is a pretty picture. And then you start pointing out the details. You're like, dang, this shit do got mad errors in it. <laughs> the, I'm telling you, the artistic dude who was commenting on posts now, he goes so deep into it. He's quoting episodes from season one, two. I'm just like. What, on your site? Yes. And I'm like, this is that artistic shit. Y'all go into a certain amount of detail. Yeah, that I'm buddy. Just they, they, they are just, they, their brains are just next level. And he really points out with that the, I'm just ignorant. Yeah, with the amount of um, information that they even attain, like. That's some bunk shit. Yeah, my homeboy Chandler lives down the street. Shout out to you, Chandler. I'm pretty sure you're not listening, but in the event <laughs> that you are, you know what I mean? Like, he, like, when, when growing up when we were younger, we would just be like, yeah, you know, he's special because he would do weird things. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like, like, not like, he would just randomly take off running. You know what I mean? But Run like, Forest Run? Yeah, like, because like, we would all be right here, and then he would be across the street. Like, he'd come down and we'd cross the street, and he'd wait for us to kind of, like, invite him over. Or, and if we didn't, like, outwardly invite him over, he'd just slowly ease over into the group. And then, you know. But it wasn't, back then we weren't really, like, as knowledgeable mm-hmm. as, like, we are now about autistic people and their strengths and, like, how their brains work and stuff like that. So, like, us being his peers, we were just like, oh, he's special. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what type of special he was. I just knew that. All right, so where were we? We going, we going, we going. <laughs> we had to, we had to stop and dump the card. Okay, so we punching in again. Um, but what were we talking about? <laughs> we were on the top of the good. Oh, we were doctor. about to wrap up the good doctor. I think I ran out of topics for the good doctor because Alex's son came and thankfully he left soon after because mm. they realized nobody cares about that little kid nor Doctor Glassman's wife. Oh, he was talking about Dr. Lim getting the actual storyline. Okay. Go ahead and talk about it because I'm, I'm like kind of over the good doctor now. I'm ready to move I'm so on. sorry. 
Okay, I'll just wrap it up with I need Dr. Lim and her mentorship over the woman of the show to actually be a thing. Yeah. Because now that she doesn't have a relationship, it seems like they don't know what to do with her. I definitely get that. And while I appreciate her and Dr. Andrews having a little bit back and forth because of the power dynamics, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you can do more with her. I agree. I, I feel, well, I did, like I said, I didn't see this recent episode, but I did notice that I feel like she's really just kind of floating around. But that's again, as we said many times before. Yeah. If you are if you're not, not Sean, <laughs> like if you, if you don't be with that nigga every day, then we we give a fuck about you sometimes. Let's move on to Taylor Tomlinson's quarter life crisis Netflix special. Okay. Was it a special or a taping for you? It was cute. Hmm. At least it wasn't about blackout drunk sex. That part I I liked. You know what? I really enjoyed her content. I enjoyed, oh, I had a burp, excuse me. Never mind, it didn't come. Never mind. It came. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I enjoyed her content. I liked. Like she was inventive of being dirty. Yeah, it was like, it was like new dirt. It was like poised dirt. Like I was a Christian, but I was still slightly a hoe. Yeah, it was like I was, I was, I was one of these real Christians. (laughs) <laughs> like, because right. that's really like what what the fuck be going on? Like, like they, I, that's what they be doing. Mm. Like, oh yeah, no, I'm gonna be a virgin. But this other hole, <laughs> <laughs> woo! Those things can do. Th- we can do things with it's that. Like, like, I didn't get penetrated, but he did eat me out. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, that's pretty much what what she was coming. Well, what she was talking about. But outside of that, she like her set wasn't only about sex. You know, it wasn't only about. It literally was, I don't know, it was cute. It had a couple of moments that were like, okay. Like, for me, I don't know why, but white people don't make me laugh, laugh. And maybe it's just the white people that I've been exposed to, like, on TV stand-up. Because, like, when when we went to, when we were at the show that I did, those white people were funny to me. But... I've never watched a white stand-up outside. Well, no, because Allie's not white. She's Asian. So it's like (laughs) I've never watched a white stand-up and was like cracking the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But she had a couple of moments where it was just like a little, you know, that's cute. (laughs) Did you have (laughs) any like, did you grow up in any like predominantly white areas growing up? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, because I was thinking maybe it's because of Newark and all that stuff. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't. Um move back to Newark. I didn't move back and like fully like full time living in, in the hood till I was like fourteen, fifteen. So in the South you was in the white area. Mm-hmm. This is new information. Yeah. Yep. You know how Dave Chappelle says that he was always like the poorest house on the richest block? Mm-hmm. It was kinda like that. Like I didn't I like when we lived in North Carolina we didn't well my mom's still down there, but when I lived down there we didn't have like a great deal of like money, but we never lived in like a bad, bad neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we like our neighborhood wasn't struggling, but our household was. You know what I mean? So yeah, I definitely grew up around white people, and it it now looking back at it, mm-hmm. it was like fucked up. Like not all the time fucked up, but like the shit that they used to say. Like it was wild ignorant. Why this black person you know they know? Nah, hell no. Nah. Oh. I've not. I've always been this me. Like I'm sorry. What's <laughs> fuck me over? No, but I mean, um, like the the shit that like 
all right, so say, and this is why I'm very protective about the kids that AJ play with because the stuff that people say around kids and think that they don't pay attention, especially around kids that aren't theirs. So, like, they used to, um, it's like little shit. All right, so my sister had braided my hair. I was probably, like, fourth grade. So my sister had braided my hair. So when I came back to school, I had braids. But, like, you know, braids with the weave or whatever, so they look long. So I was playing with this little girl, and I was at her house or whatever. And she lived down the street from me. So this was my first time going to her house to actually play. Usually we just, like, play in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So I go to her house to play, and she lived with her grandmother and her grandfather. And, you know, older white woman. And um, the next day I go to her house to play, but I don't have my braids in. So my mom had took my braids out, and I washed my hair. Now... I struggled with my hair back then because my mom, she didn't have the, like my texture hair. She's never had, you know, thick, coarse hair like mine. So when she, when we washed it and everything, like, and then like, I think I had a perm too. Like my, my ends were permed. So like the roots of my hair was like, like my hair is very thick. Like if I wash it and don't like blow dry it or straighten it, like my shit is like super, super thick. So like the, I had it like parted in the middle and then it, pulled back into a ponytail but you could still see like all of the thickness in my new growth or whatever so the the girl's grandmother was like um says to her like wow her hair is eight miles deep and back then when she said it i, I need a translation yeah my hair is eight miles deep meaning like you know if i part my hair and then wear it down in the sides like it's just real deep before you can see the part basically like thick black Thick black people hair. Is that the slogan down south, or did he say? No, nah, I don't. I've not, like I had never heard that before, but that was one of those moments where it, like, it felt weird. Like I felt insulted, mm -hmm. but I didn't understand why I felt insulted. So now, as an adult, like I look back at certain moments, and that's one of the moments that I look back, and I'm just like. I don't want to come off as that parent where it's like, nah, you, you know what I mean? You don't need to be around other race kids. Like, you know what I mean? You don't need to be around other ethnicities. Just be around your own people. But at the same time, like, the way that made me feel, it was just like, I wish I had more black friends and at that time in my life because, you know what I mean? Like, I only had white friends yeah. and it was just like, I have to that's going to bring my self-esteem down. I know. I'm already have My friend is already conditioning me because her daughter is black. Filipino and Irish, mm -hmm. and she's very fair-skinned, so I have to remember not to... It's hard sometimes with biracial people because you don't know if you can joke about their black side without offending the other side. Right. But see, I've never had that problem for me personally. Like, I mean, growing up, like, I did the whole, yeah, no, I'm mixed because I was light-skinned, so, like, I would name everything that I heard that we were mixed with, but now I'm just black, you know, <laughs> and it's... But... What were the different things you said you was mixed with? It doesn't matter. Okay. Because I'm black. Like, it, it, it literally just does not matter. Like, I have not, I have never um, seen proof of these said mixtures. So, until then, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> you know. All right. So, we got to wrap it up. We got to keep working. Cause <laughs> I do have somewhere to be. Um, if we can't wrap it up, they will have barely halfway done shit you think i'm about to tell you about freaks and you can tell me about another movie and then we're gonna wrap it up because i got things to do so i watched freaks i'm pretty sure you didn't because you have a lot on your plate i was supposed to but then it was like yeah no you said you me. were gonna go to the screening right yes 
I just know there's a little white girl in it. It was really good. It's on Netflix, I think. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. Um, outside of, you can see how much money they spent when they start doing the special effects. That's maybe okay. me vibrating. Okay. Outside of um, seeing how much money they spent <laughs> on the special effects, the story was good. It made me cry so much. And shit made me cry like a little bitch. Um, <laughs> and it, because what they do, like, they, it starts off the girls in the house. You don't know why she's in the house. And dad's like going crazy, like, no, you can't go outside. So it's like, well, why the fuck she can't go outside? So my first thought was, okay, so maybe this nigga is like schizophrenic or something. Or you, I don't know which one it is where they, you know, be believing that people are after him and stuff. Yeah, that one works. So I'm like, maybe he's that. But then it turns out that he's not that. So as the story goes on, she starts easing and trying to find ways to get outside and it all just clicks. You know how I feel about movies that just click. Mm -hmm. So once it all just clicks into place, it's just like, oh, wow, that was dope. That was dope. So yeah, that was Freaks. What else you got? Uh, Since we're cutting things short, I'm getting rid of Stargirl. I didn't finish Stargirl. It seemed like it was interesting. I like the boy. I think the boy's boring, but usually when I... I I think that's why I like him. I just don't like it when they have this girl who's extra interesting and they have this dull-ass boy who somehow gets their attention. See, I'm only halfway through the movie, so I don't know what happens at the end, but from where I where I am, it seems like it's fitting. He's boring, and he needs somebody who's going to push him. Just like in the movie Up, the, the, the Old dude. Old man and yeah, I. Yeah, he was, he was boring, but Ellie wasn't. Am she I pulled sp- him out of his space. Do I spoil this for you or no? Uh, you can. Well... The whole idea is that she's getting him back to where he was before his father's his tie father got cut. Okay. And, of course, she leaves at the end. Well, I mean, not for nothing. She was a brilliant homeschooled child. I know. I was thinking that AJ I, I think, watching that. Yeah, and I think that's why, like, because she was sitting here watching it, too. And I think that's when she heard the girl say, well, I was homeschooled. I think that's why she was like, oh, well, shit, let me tune in. But, yeah. Is she still having troubles with not going to a regular school? No, she pretty much over it. Oh, that was I ain't going to say she over it, but she she don't really talk about it no more. And it don't matter because now schools are shut down, so kids are out. And right now, as it stands, I haven't told her, but um, her brother might not be going back. So he might be going put, um, he might be um, being pulled out for homeschool as well. So You're doing both? Apparently. This is a larger conversation I don't think we have time for. Yeah, no, definitely not on a, not for the thing. But yeah, just, you know, it is what it is. I, for me now, it just feels like I'm going to have to go back and like do some, I don't even need to say like so much as unlearning, just like character trait unlearning. Like, and then, cause like I got to get him back to where, you know what I mean? Like the re-education. Of yeah, Aaliyah. exactly. Cause uh, I got to get that public school off of you. So that you can actually really know how to learn. So, yeah, but she ain't really been stressed about it. She just there's certain things she wanted, um, she wanted to dive into more, but yeah, she ain't really been bothering. That's I'm shit. Bothering it because my All boss right. is texting me on a Sunday. Salaried employee. Oh yeah, salary. Mm. All right, what else? Uh, anything uh, else you need to talk about? Charge today. All right, so you got yeah. Um, it's, I'm only on episode two. Wait, hmm? is it two or three? I might be on episode three. Did you meet Marilyn yet? The nah. mother. Then you are episode two. Yeah. 
So what I just want to say. And I, not for nothing, I had to turn episode two off because, I don't know, maybe I just wasn't in the mood for beautiful art pieces. Because, like, they was just doing a bunch of looking at each other and smiling. And I just remember looking like, yeah, I'm not in that space right now where I want to look at a nigga and smile. I want to watch something different. That's when I put on Stargirl. Cherish the day. All Cherish I the day. Won't go astray. I forgot what she say. Won't be afraid. But I'm on the melody. Won't catch me running. Mm-hmm. That's your shit. Yo, dead ass when I was still getting crushes, which is not for a you long time. You know what's funny? My mom used to look like Sade. Like, just like her. With the big forehead, too? Mm-hmm. And, and and the sad thing, my mom wears her hair back in a ponytail every day. Doesn't that pull out your edges? It ain't pull hers out, but she wears her hair just like how Sade would, Ooh, would wear it. picture time. Yeah, I'm about to see if I have a picture of her here. While you're doing that, I feel like Evan is a manip- manipulative little ass. Evan is the rich boy, right? Yes. First of all, they make 30 look so not 30. Because, like, I'm 31. That nigga said he was born in 89. And I'm like, mm, okay, maybe maybe I'm living life wrong. Remember, he rich. That too. Okay, got it. Cause that helps. When you look at gently, you can see a life. That. And when you look at him, he looks like the boys I went like to school privilege. with. Yeah, he he looks like the boys I went to school with. And that's why I think he's a manipulative little ass. Or even better, he reminds me of the whole, since dating is apparently the topic of the episode, mm-hmm. he reminds me of that saying when men are hunters and it's going to end up in three different ways. Either like a fish, they're going to leave you scarred and throw you back into the water. Mm. Two, they're going to treat you like a bird and clip your wings but keep you around. Mm-hmm. Or three, they're going to literally kill who you are and hang you up on the wall like a trophy. Mm. Hmm. And I think with Gently, he loves how beautiful, like an exotic bird she is, mm-hmm. but he clips her at the wings wherever possible. I, I can see that, or I can see how that, is going w- from where I am. I can see how that can become a thing. It becomes more of a thing as you see where he tries to make it so she limits her options and makes it so she leans toward what he wants her to do. Well, that can also be like the fear um, when you know that somebody is known to be leaving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It could be like his defense mechanism w- against her flight risk. But sometimes it's like with him, you can understand why she's trying to be flighty. Is he that toxic, bro? Well, let's be real for a second. Half the time when we talk about men, I'm always t- saying they ain't shit. I mean, because half the time they ain't. But with him, it's just like, especially because his mom calls him out in the episode when she's picking out a wedding dress. Wait, says, they about to get married? Yo, they married in the latest episode. Because mm. remember, they only covering yeah, five Yeah, 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 you did tell me that. They're covering. So... When the day of their wedding, his mom says, it's okay, I'll play the bad guy since you don't want to. Mm. But the truth is, she was going to have a wedding dress that was in kente cloth or something like that. He directs her towards this nice wedding dress, which is all white and lace and all that type of shit. And then the woman snitches on him. The salesperson said, oh, Evan said, when do you see this dress, you're going to want it. Wow. So you can see this little set Yeah, like that he, okay. Yeah. And then when you take note of Marilyn, who you meet in episode three, you can understand that he's... Who's Marilyn? His mother? His mother. Okay. You can kind of see that he's repeating what his mother did. 
His mother married some guy from around the block who used to go to sc- school around the same time as Ben a did. A fixer-upper. So he's a bit of a fixer-upper. A fixer-upper who seems like they're not like a passion project but actually got some shit going on. Because mm. you and I both know friends who get these project niggas, mm-hmm. not project like building projects, but look like they have yeah. potential. Mm-hmm. The niggas, niggas never make it. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to Marilyn Evan, they see people who are already on the way. They just need some quote unquote polishing up. Um, hmm. I I'm torn because it's like I like those people, but then I don't like those people. It depends on like where the motive is behind. Half the time, I think the motive is a collection type of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, some people they're like, I just want to see you grow and direct you, but a lot of times, I think it's like yeah. their own ego. Like, look what I can do. Exactly. Look who I'm it's associated either, with. It's either look what I could do. Or, um, yeah, like you said, look who I'm associated with. Like, once they start doing something, oh, yeah, I was right there. You know what I mean? Like, I was right there with them. I, w- I, I had a, hel- a hand in that. And that's what a lot of people, I ha- I really dislike people like that. Like, with Amir, when he was bowling, when right as I had AJ, I was coaching him. And he was nice. He was getting that shit. Mm-hmm. And in the league, that the little peewee league that we was in, there was an old man like, oh, you're not allowed to coach him. I'm the only one allowed to coach the kids in this league. I said, I'll pull him out this fucking league so fast. I ain't never seen you bowl, bowl a goddamn day in my life. You going to tell my son how to bowl? Nah, I'm good. I know my average. I know what I'm capable of. I know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You just want to be here to coach him now after I've already laid down the groundwork so that you could say, oh, look at look at my prodigy. Look at the work that I've done on this kid. Look at what I've gotten this kid to do. Nah, bitch, go find your other prodigy. Go find somebody else. It's my shit. Don't play that shit. I hate that. I hate that. Because that's really how niggas be. Plus, I think with Amir, you're trying to really make it so that your influence can remain on him in some kind of way since the public school took so much away. But you know what? At that time, he was only, um, at that time, he was in, like, pre-K. And I was, I, I ain't had no issues with him until he got to kindergarten. So it wasn't even that. It was... It literally is just so a matter. Early. It it literally is just a matter of like, if I like I see you know how you look at me and you see certain um, potentials that I, I haven't seen yet. Like I just be like, you, you know, you be oh maybe I'm just thinking too far ahead type thing. Mm-hmm. Like when I see when I look at my kids, I can see that. So it's like when he when I seen he was a good bowler, it's like okay, let me lean into that and and guide him in that. So as I'm guiding him in that, you mean to tell me you you want to come over here and, oh, you can't coach him, only I could coach him. We don't even fucking know you. Ain't nobody about to let you know. Move. Why why you want to coach him? So that you go and brag to other people about, oh, look what he could do. You know, I got this. I know where I see him. I know where his strengths are. I know what we need to work on. I've been here. Move. If anybody going to ride that coattail to the top, it's me, bitch. You put in the time. Sure. Let that be. I'm sorry. I'm don't get me started because I. It seemed like on on days that I see you, I be, I find myself thinking, and it's not. It has nothing to do with you. It just I'm just noticing the correlation of thinking about that. Uh, my situation with you know my son and in his bio, like, I because I just was thinking about that earlier. Now I'm saying like the last time I thought about it, you was here. I feel like I'm a trigger now. Nah, you probably are. You make me dislike that. You make you feel things. Anyways, all right, what's Pause. next on the docket? Because I got like 10 minutes. We'll just skip straight to recommendation. All right. You got, I start, you start. You start. I want to recommend this religious movie. Oh, gosh. Called I Still Believe. It's the story of Jeremy, Jeremy Camp, who's a religious singer. His songs are low-key trash, but still, it's a good movie. 
and it's about how his first wife died mm. and it's so sad but it makes you cry and it really helps you understand why despite all the things people go through or christian whatever they can still maintain some sense of faith mm. because i remember when i was a kid thinking like i remember going to a family union they went to church and they was talking about how God saved someone from cancer. And I remember back in my mind thinking, didn't she go through chemo? Wasn't there a doctor involved in all this? Like, are we just going to cut out the people who did it? Because I'm right. pretty sure God was part of the reason they got cancer in the first place. Mm. But it, it puts that, it restores that faith back for you. I think it didn't restore my faith at all. That's a little bit too complicated because mm. people make faith very difficult to have. But I feel like seeing it in action mm-hmm. and being stuck because one of the benefits of seeing a movie in theaters is you can't walk away from it you can't pause you are stuck in the right. moment That's and with true. that you as you see her go through cancer her get healed for like a quick minute if enough for them to mm-hmm. have a perfect wedding day mm-hmm. and then her going to stage four and dying not too soon later mm. yeah no i wouldn't have watched that shit i don't know you'd be crying up no I, no i wouldn't even have watched it like honestly you lost me with religion but it's such, it's not like a religious movie where it's trying to preach at you. It's a religious movie where it's trying to yeah, have no, you. Yeah, I'm good. You can hold the Tyler Perry. <laughs> it's not unlike Tyler Perry. It's only white people involved. Oh, I'm definitely not watching. <laughs> it's religious and white, child. Please. Ain't not near Collard Green. Ain't not near Lowry's in there. No, I ain't watching that shit. It was. I'm thinking. I, I, I really. <laughs> <laughs> Because I almost gave that shit a chance. It's worth giving a chance. No, I'm good. I don't want to see no sad white people, bro. I got black people problems. I want to see no like sad white adult, people. Long adult stuff. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm not, not. I don't know. I don't know what it is right now. I, I don't want to see no white people having no problems, bro. I got shit. I got, we got real shit to deal with, bro. <laughs> I mean, if it was a good movie, I'm happy that it made you feel something. Um, oh, I was crying throughout that whole shit. I'm so what? glad that I drank enough water because they kept what? hitting me in the gut. And I'm not talking about them Denzel glory tears. I'm talking about we was going from like Carrie Washington to possibly Elvis Elv- oh, Davis. <laughs> like there wasn't snot involved. Oh, but I no, was no, no. Up. As soon as you say Viola, that's it. I was like, seeing, I was thinking to myself, is this the coronavirus? Why can't I breathe? Mm, <laughs> it's you, God. We call we call we call God Sky Daddy. Yeah, that sounds like a pimp. It does, name. doesn't it? It does. People they really get turned off when we say that. But I'm we stick to what my friend does and just call God a woman because it just no. You know what? Son, you know what? For me, God takes whatever form I need God to be. If if I need a black woman, God gonna be a black woman. Oh if I need. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I need a man that'd be like, yo, bitch, you, you need to get about these feelings, and I need God to say that to me, then God gonna be a man. Like, it, it's literally whatever form you need it to be. You know what I mean? So, sometimes he's Sky Daddy. When he coming through in the clutch, he's Sky Daddy. You feel me? Daddy always comes through. Yeah, Sky Daddy. You're, you're Sky Daddy. Your recommendation, ma'am. Oh, um... I'm gonna go with Freaks, bro. It was it was definitely it was worth the watch. Like I said, outside of the um, outside of the special effects, like you know the green screen and shit that they tried to do like that, that shit was ass. But the story itself was really it was good. That's the thing about sci-fi and horror indies. 
they do they try to do too much with special effects. Yeah, you could tell like somebody just got like a green screen and learned how to do it and was mad soup like, hey yo, we can do this, yo. And somebody else was like, You think you could do that? They was like, Yo, I got this. I watched like five YouTube videos on how to do this <laughs> shit. It's like, all right, fine, go ahead. And then that's what they came up with. Cause like at the end, there's a scene where like the mom flies off with the daughter or whatever, and she's like flying, she's like Superman and shit like that, and the daughter's just sitting there. And I, th- I thought that was super corny. I could have definitely did without that. And then in the background, it's like you know the city getting smaller behind them as they fly off, and it was just like, yeah, you almost could have taken a city from behind Batman and just put that in there, and it probably would have been better. Like just copy and pasted it in the background. It looked terrible at the end, but the story itself, like the, for me, because you know my kids are very big on family, so like the concept of family, little girl, her cert, like her desire for a mother, I thought she was calling me by my first name, <laughs> her desire for a mother, you know what I mean, the, the family dynamic, like how the father like took care of her, and you know what I mean, like just every it just really like for a from a parent's perspective it just was hit me in the gut back to back because like she it was just like i see the pain in the dad's eyes when he's saying like yo i'm really just trying to do this for your own good like i know my 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 methods are harsh i know that you're thinking like why the fuck are you doing this to me like this is not fair but i'm really just trying to protect you Mm -hmm. so like to see that aspect and then turn around and see her desire for a mother that had you know that hit me in my heart with my son because it's just like yo i never want to see you know him feeling like I need a mom or I want a mom. Like, bro, he has Shonda. Yeah, you good. You don't like that's like I've always said that's never gonna be a worry of yours. You know what I mean? So those aspects were like just really, and then like she um she had met her grandfather, and it brought me back to thinking about my grandfather, and you know what I mean? Just everything about it was just like, wow, I'm 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 crying, crying. So it was good. That's my recommendation. Freaks on Netflix. It's a Canadian thriller. Well, they called it a thriller, but it wasn't nothing scary. Thriller just means high energy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because it wasn't nothing like uh, it. Uh, it didn't get really high energy until the end, and it really wasn't like high energy. It was just like a ooh, hurry up and get it done. But yeah, it was good. So that's my suggestion. Do you have a quote, or am I going first again? You go first again. This quote is from Trevor Noah's book, Born a Crime. Here he come with his prepared ass. I try to be, because otherwise you know I'm all over the place. Mm. So the quote is, comfort can be dangerous, but comfort provides a floor, but also a ceiling. Mm. Okay, so my quote is, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. It's always <laughs> gonna apply to life. All right, guys, it's been real and long. Pause. Um, Oh, you have any announcements or anything that you need to get out? No. Okay. Do you have any? Sure don't. Uh, I was hoping you said sure will. Nope. Sure sure wish I did, but with this uh, corona going around, I'm not too pressed to be out here in these streets. So um, I ain't trying to be out here booking no, no, no sets or anything like that right now until we figure out what the fuck is going on. People not staying home. People yeah. not being sanitary. Yeah, pretty much. So um, I really don't have no announcements. You know, ShondaNicole.com if you need to follow me, you want to look me out or whatever, um, at ShondaNicole1. That's on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow up with AJ, 
you can uh, look up Shonda Nicole. We got our podcast coming, Woo Child. First episode, Bag Lady. Bag Lady. She's be singing that shit now too. Because <laughs> it's a good song. It is. It is a, yeah, a great all, song. Erica Badu song. She can technically sing. All right, you're not about to do that to Badu. If she sung you, "Rim Shot," I'll be kind of looking at you crazy. You're not about to do that to Badu. You take that blasphemous comment back. It's a rim not on this. Not on this hey, one. You won't. Diggy, diggy. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, but that's all I got. Anything from you? I'm a Mario Love wherever I look. Dot com. Same thing for Instagram. Same thing for Twitter. Google search and then you'll find what you seek. Mm-hmm. Wherever you look. Hey, hey. Ah. See how it's catchy? Yeah, you see how you turn that around? All right, guys. Be safe. Wash your hands. Cough into your sleeve. Don't trust them niggas. Don't kiss nobody in the mouth. Don't shake no hands. We doing head nods all 2020. And Snapchat is for hoes. And Snapchat costs money if you are um if you're not putting the pussy up there. It costs money. $85, (laughs) apparently. (laughs) They selling the pussy for under 100. You could get change back. It's on the rollback sale. (laughs) Called the coronavirus special. You may get HIV with your package. The bitch said, nah, let me tell you about our quarantine package. (laughs) For 200, I'll stay for two days. I'm really not with this corona. I mean, the uh, quarantine and chill shit, though. <gasps> it's a puppy. Okay, she put that other gate up. All right, cool, because that nigga be on 20. All right, guys, I appreciate y'all for listening. Say it to the people. Let uh, them know they appreciate you appreciate them. You is kind. You is smart. <laughs> you is important. All right, Albie, we're going to be out of here. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. we Bye. see you next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.